and we are live how's everybody doing tonight my name is anthony brian logan and you're watching and or listening to abl live thank y'all for being here tonight you could be almost anywhere in the world but you're right here with me live on the show we got a whole lot going on tonight there's a whole lot happening all over the internets all over social media world mainstream media washington dc the harris biden ticket regime whatever they want to call it why not biden harris shouldn't the presidential candidate go before the vice presidential candidate why is the vice presidential candidate going first i think it's because they know that it's not going to be joe in front he won't be the one leading if they were to be elected which they won't it'd be kamala harris but like i was saying in my video from earlier it wouldn't even be her it'd be that the shadow government the deep state they'll be the ones that are behind it how was it a gaffe when they both said it at different times joe biden said it and so did kamala harris and i feel like kamala harris was reading from a teleprompter and you know what they might try to do they might try to say this is some kind of new feminist woke thing oh you, you gotta have the, the the woman go first you know ladies first they're trying to they're trying to bring back ladies first but at the same time be a feminist which is against things that are kind of sexist it's kind of weird whatever the case may be i don't think it was a gaffe at all i think it was done intentionally we got to talk about that we got to talk about despacito joe brianna taylor andrew gillum and much more on today's episode of abo live and again, I thank y'all for joining. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show. I do this show every Wednesday and Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern time to right, right around 11 or so Eastern time. And I'm always live on Brendan Tatum's channel, Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Check this show that I'm recording right now live on the YouTubes out on your favorite social media uh, streaming platform, I should say. Spotify, Anchor, Google Play, is it called? Google Podcasts, uh, Apple iTunes, wherever your favorite audio streaming platform is, I should be there. Just search for ABL Live. I should pop right on up. There's also a link in the description box below to my Anchor page. The Anchor will take you to whatever streaming service I have available that the podcast is up on. All right, so we got a whole lot happening. And again, I thank you all for being here. If you like what you, yeah, uh, somebody said, Paul, Paul says, this Posito should be the intro song, Hilarious. No, they probably strike me for that. The song I have is Strike Free. It's, it's copyright free, but I should play that one for the intro song. But if you like what you're hearing so far, if you enjoy the content, if you enjoy the channel, please give me a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. And if you are not subscribed yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. I don't know what's, you know, what's happening. Do I got to do bat flips, cartwheels? But hit the subscribe button right now and click the bell as well so you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. All right. We got a whole lot happening here. Where do I begin? Let's talk about Harris Biden. Let's get straight into the Harris Biden regime. Now, you have people and Kamala Harris and Joe Biden that are coming out and saying the same thing at different times. Oh, the Harris Biden ticket, the Harris Biden, Harris Biden. And they're telling me that Joe Biden is, is, is gas. I don't think th these are gas. So think about 
Kamala Harris, you could say that it was a mistake, maybe. But then again, you can't. I think Kamala Harris was reading a teleprompter and she was kind of like struggling, squinting and stuff to read. So I'm like, did you just read that improperly? Did you see it on there and you couldn't believe your own eyes? You probably read it right, Harris Biden, not Biden Harris, because you, Kamala Harris, are going to be in the front. You are the one who they want to be the president. I mean, it's it's a it'd be poetic justice for them. You got the old white man dying. That'd be symbolic, right? For them on the left, they're sick like that. And then you could just replace him with the not as old, like 50 something year old black woman, but she's not even really black, but old enough, close enough. It makes sense, right? Put her in there, replace the elderly white man. And that's how they're going to play it. That's probably why they're saying Harris Biden to get you in the, 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 the thought process of having her be the lead rather than him. Although it won't really be her. Like I said, it would be the democratic party pretty much running the show, running the operation. So there's no purpose in even trying to do anything else. Of course it was intentional. Absolutely. Once she, she read it right. That's right. Kathleen. Absolutely. And, uh, CR Romeo 71. They most certainly did that on purpose because it happened again with Joe Biden. I'm like, all right, one time maybe because Kamala Harris, she said, Harris Biden, and then clean it up a little bit later and said Biden Harris, like in that same, you know, in that, in that same um, sit down or whatever she was doing. It wasn't like years later. It was within just a moment of each other. But then you got Joe Biden at a separate thing saying the exact same thing. And, you know, Joe Biden can't do much except for read the teleprompter. OK, he'll read everything that's on the teleprompter. All right. He'll read whatever's put in front of him. You could put a McDonald's menu in front of him by accident and he'll read everything on the menu and read it in a dramatic fashion to make you think that he's somebody that knows what he's talking about and is an authoritative voice. You know, he'll say, oh, the dollar menu is macaroni and cheese. It's the it's McRib. It's one ninety nine. He'll, he'll read everything that's on there if you put it in front of him because he can't talk just off the cuff like I'm doing right now. This is why if they do that uh, debate that they were talking about with uh, Joe Rogan, that'd be great. Oh, man. Joe Rogan, if you um, missed it, said that he would like to have a four hour debate. He would like to host a four hour debate between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. It wouldn't be anybody else in there. It would just be Joe Rogan as a host, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, and the podcast in Texas in their little room. It would be just them, and that's it. All right? For four hours. There is no way that Joe Biden can do a thing like that. Trump said he's down with it. Trump says, yeah. I've not heard anybody ask um, Joe Biden about that. Trump says, yes. I've not heard anybody ask Biden. Will they ask Biden? Why not? Isn't that something that's kind of important? You got you have a debate coming up in two weeks from now, like an official debate. So why not ask him about that? I mean, it, it'd be great. And matter of fact, you could do a live stream and you can raise money during the live stream and donate it to whatever you want to donate to. All right. If Trump wins, the money that's donated on his side would go towards X, Y, and Z charity. Same thing for Joe Biden. I, I'm, I'm with it. But Joe Biden can't do that because 
he cannot really do much aside from reading a teleprompter in sort of a dramatic fashion. That's pretty much how he operates. If not for a teleprompter, at every point, I'm talking about even answering questions, he'll have a teleprompter up. If he can't read a teleprompter or read a sheet of paper, he's pretty much toast. But Donald Trump can get on the phone with Fox News at seven o'clock in the morning and talk for hours straight with no breaks, no sips of water, no nothing. I mean, to be 74 years old, he's got super high energy. But on the other hand, Joe Biden is got both feet in the grave at this particular point. I mean, he's pretty much got the, the grave sheets up to his neck. And one more day, he'll put the sheets over his head and it'll pretty much be a wrap. All right. But yeah, he read, in my humble opinion, Harris Biden on a teleprompter. They're doing that to you on purpose to get you used to Kamala Harris being out in front and having Joe Biden be the back. What would be funny is if they switched. Is that even possible? Can you switch like that? Can you just say, all right, you got the president and vice president. They're running like that, right? You got Joe Biden running for president. Kamala Harris running for vice president. Could they just switch and say, oh, I want to be the president. You be the vice president. Is that possible? I'm not really sure that's a thing you can actually do. But um, even if it's not, which I don't, like I said, I don't think it is, you would see them take those roles on because Kamala Harris has some energy and Joe Biden doesn't. That's pretty much what it is, right? And the left aren't really too enthusiastic about either one of them. And they're, they're clinging on to the smallest of things. Um, I saw a tweet from BET where they were talking about her, quote unquote, Tim's, her Timberland boots. And first of all, I'm not really sure if those were Timberland boots. They look in the style of Timberland construction boots, but the sole looked kind of suspect on them. So I'm not really sure what that was. Maybe it was a Timberland boot. Maybe it wasn't. But I think the, the greater issue here is that um, who cares about that? Why is that really important? You understand? Like, uh, hold on. Matter of fact, I'm going to pull it up right quick. Just so you can see what they're talking about over on that side. All right. And she's getting off the plane. I'm not really sure where she's at, where, where she was going. But you see her right there on the right-hand side if you're not uh, watching. She has like a little little private private plane, private jet because ain't no um ain't no ain't no gate. She's getting off right there on the tarmac with a red carpet. All right. So so for all the climate change people out there, what's going on with that? What's up with that? Fly commercial. How about that? You're not in the White House. You're just a person trying to become a member of uh, the executive branch. But let's play it right quick. So there's no sound in the video. It's just her getting off the plane with what appears to be some Timberland boots on, some blue jeans or white t-shirt and like a green, like an army green type jacket. All right. There's nobody around. She's waving. And I think, uh, what's your name? I think Joe Biden did the same thing, like waving at nobody. But my whole point behind talking about her is this little image right here of her hopping off the private plane now to a red carpet on a tarmac going into a car. All they could talk about is her shoes. Oh, she got Tim's on. She's really down for the people. What, what are the boots got to do with her policies or anything she would do while she's in office? I don't care how you dress. You could dress like you a crackhead for all I care. Can you get 
can you do the job? That's the main thing. If you can't do the job, then what you have on is not really that important. Right. But um, speaking of airplanes and whatnot, I got to find that clip of uh, Joe Biden waving at nobody. Like literally. Oh, there it is. Waving at a empty field. Now, the caption here says Joe Biden just waved to no one. And I'll play it right quick. Pardon the sound. So who is he waving at? All right. It might, might be kind of small on your screen. I can't really zoom in. But who is he waving at? There's nobody there. This is an empty field. You have one uh, probably Secret Service agent with his back turned to Joe Biden. Another Secret Service agent is kind of behind Joe Biden, but is facing forward, not in a direction of where Joe Biden would be waving. And you're not going to be doing this, you know, big parade wave at the Secret Service people. And that's and and not even in his line of waving. So who are you waving at, sir? You're just waving randomly. And never never answers any questions. That goes back to what I was saying before about he does not really, he's not prepared to answer questions on the fly, to have a debate on the fly like that. He can't do anything that has not been prepared for him. It's on a sheet of paper. So on a teleprompter, something. He needs some help. If it's just if you just catch him in the street and ask him a question like, hey, what time is it? He's gonna be totally lost. Totally lost. And it's really kind of a shame because it's like, all right, this this is elder abuse at a certain point. You understand what I'm saying? All right. So, matter of fact, I wanted to find something else. Oh, <laughs> and he, he was he went to the podium during this Hispanic event. And play Despacito on his phone. Now I would play that right here, but they strike me, so I can't do it. But you guys can. Um, now, no, I'm not probably pronouncing that wrong. I don't speak Spanish. You guys who speak Spanish probably know better than I do. But I was told that Despacito means slowly. So why would you play that? <laughs> I mean, that's like getting a Chinese tattoo of shoebox or chicken wing on your neck. Thinking it means some kind of deep proverb, you understand? He thinking that he's playing something that people will like and is 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 hard and it's lit, but really you're calling yourself slow Joe. I mean, I'm not Albert Einstein and I don't speak Spanish, but if you're playing slowly and people think you're slow already, you're, you're walking slow. Your gait is trash. You're walking like you got, you know, uh, 24 hours to live. Why would you play a song called Slowly or a song that translates into Slowly in English? I'm just trying to figure things out. Like I said, maybe I'm wrong, but maybe I'm right. Either way it goes, Joe Biden, this guy is just not really the person that you really want to that you want to want to select. I don't see how the polls are in his favor at all. Regardless of whether I'm a conservative obviously, regardless of my political affiliation and my and my bias towards being conservative, What's happening with Joe Biden is just ridiculous. I don't think anybody would really want to vote for this man. And that's just a fact. All right. <laughs> yeah. Air, air traffic control tower is what he's waving at. He's not waving at any actual person on the tarmac. 
there's nobody there, Joe. What are you even doing? You just stage before a photo op? It's crazy. Let me see. Classic Hank says, I'm Hispanic, and I think Despacito is a cringy song. <laughs> yeah, hey. But he thinks it is is lit. He had a big smile on his face. You know, the funny thing about Joe is that when he does things like this to try to appeal to one particular like racial group or somebody, some some group, he always has this big smile. Like when he did that with uh, Charlamagne the Guy talking about if you don't vote for me, you ain't black with a big smile. He probably has heard that among his staff and thought, hey, I could go out there and say that on a black show. That'd be great. And then it backfired. The, the funniest thing that I saw was when Trump, um, <laughs> the funny thing I saw was when Trump took that song or, or, that, or that, that clip and then put F to police in place of Despacito. That was hilarious. And then, of course, Twitter, they put um, some notice on it. Talking about uh, manipulated media. It's like, oh, you don't say. So you really think that we think Joe Biden went out there and played F to police. Really? Is that what you think? I mean, come on. Matter of fact, hold on. I have it right here where it says manipulated media. See, Twitter doesn't really do that to anyone except for Donald Trump. This is what I think they're doing to Trump and why they got stuff like this going on. Twitter would like to actually ban Donald Trump, but they can't. If they ban Donald Trump, that'll open up the floodgates. That'll open up the floodgates. And they don't want to deal with that kind of problem. The lawsuits would be ridiculous. And they would get it from all angles, not just Trump. Not I mean, you're talking about the federal government, all that. The whole world would send up in technology if you did something like that. So they can't ban him, but they're going to try to control him. They're going to try to like tag tweets and remove certain tweets. And they're going to do whatever they can to get all the way to the edge without going over the edge. They'll go all the way to the window without jumping out. That's what's going on with Twitter and Trump because there's memes all over the place, right? I, I post memes all the time. I've never had my stuff tagged manipulated media, not on Twitter, on Facebook. Yes, because they're trying to kill off conservative. That's a whole different story. But on Twitter, no, I don't have these kind of problems. Instagram and Facebook, yes. Twitter, no. Only to Trump does this happen. You know, that's what that is. So it is what it is. And thank y'all again for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up. Also, subscribe to the channel if you're not subscribed already. I appreciate you if you did. All right. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Um, um, David Moore. Now, David Moore says, if you crush Joe Rogan when he talks about the debate. I saw some of that where Sonny Hostin was talking about Joe Rogan is racist and uh, he, he referred to a transgender woman as a man. That's <laughs> like, really? So your, your whole thing about Joe Rogan not being qualified to host a debate is that he called a man a man and racism, talking about the N-word. I've never heard, heard um, Rogan say anything about the N-word. I never heard him say the words. I don't even understand where that's coming from. It's making up stuff at this particular point, grasping at straws. Because a Sunday hosting knows that a four-hour sit-down debate with Joe Biden will make him look terrible. They're trying to protect their golden goose at whatever they whatever costs they, they are available, they'll do that. Okay, they'll do that. Trump sat down on this uh town hall, what was that, last night on ABC? 
and the former press secretary of Hillary Clinton, uh, Stephanopoulos, was one of the moderators, so-called moderators. So if Trump can do that, why can't Joe Biden go in there with Joe Rogan and Donald Trump? Why not? Let that man be a man. Don't, don't try to protect him and shield him. Let him be a man. Go out there and do it. And say on his own two feet like a... Let him be a big boy, put on the big boy pants, the big boy shoes, go out there and do it. That's pretty much how I feel. All right. John says, you said the N-word a ton of times on this show. I had no idea. I never heard it. I had to go back and look at that. But, I, hey, I had no idea. But I never thought Joe Rogan was a racist. You know, I, Joe Rogan's kind of like a middle-of-the-road no real opinion of his own type guy, in my humble opinion, which is perfect to be a debate moderator. You could just be right in the middle and not try to steer it one way or the other versus going on MS-13 DNC and having the moderators basically try to just gang up on you and, and beat you down because they're like your point of view. I would appreciate a Joe Rogan moderated debate more than anywhere else, maybe even Fox News because Fox News is kind of, you know, wishy, wishy-washy. You got a lot of liberals on there now, down in Brazil um, and others. I won't name because I ain't trying to name everybody's name, but definitely down in Brazil. Um, what was that? Uh, Chris Wallace, obviously. Um, a few people on there are pretty liberal. The The best people on there are Tucker, of course, obviously, the top dog, and Harris Faulkner, and maybe Greg Gutfeld, but that's about it. I like uh, I like Waters, too. But a lot of them on there are just really liberal or middle of the road, kind of milk toes. So Joe Rogan ain't really that. He's just like a guy that won't give you his opinion one way or the other. So let him moderate the debate. What's the problem? Now, nah, let's let's do four hours. I like the four hour debate because you know what? It tests your endurance. I know Trump could do it. I've seen Trump get on stage and talk for an hour and a half, two hours straight. No stopping. Not even drinking a sip of water, just continuous rattling off. If Biden can't stand up to the if if Biden can't stand in there and have any stamina to survive the four hours, then he probably shouldn't be the president. If you can't do a sit down debate or discussion with nobody else in the room except for two other guys, then you probably shouldn't be the president. Okay, I'm here every day for not every day, but I'm here two days a week for three three and a half hours. And I could talk the whole time straight if I wanted to, but I'm not even doing that. So now nah, go out there and do four hours and see if you have the stamina to be able to hang in there. That's how I feel. E exactly, Adam. He won't even need water. <laughs> it's like a camel. You know what I'm saying? But let me get to the next thing I wanted to talk about here. Oh, and also like the video if you're not liked it yet. Give me a thumbs up on the video. Also, subscribe to the video. Let's talk about Brianna Taylor right quick and the settlement that she got from the city of Louisville, Kentucky. Now, you guys know about Brianna Taylor a little bit, at least. You know that she was uh, shot by police in Louisville because they did a raid on her house. There, there's so many lies out there from the mainstream media and from the left in general and politicals on the left. It's ridiculous. They said that. Uh, Brianna Taylor was in her bed sleeping. No, she was not in her bed sleeping. She was awake. She was in the hallway. The so-called boyfriend who was in the house with her, who shot at the police first, mind you, he said that she was not in the bed sleep. They are both in the hallway together. 
First thing. Second thing is that the police had a no knock warrant, but they didn't use it. They knocked on the door and announced themselves according to what they said. Now, the, the quote unquote boyfriend says that they did knock, but they didn't announce themselves. And they said people that live nearby said that the police didn't announce themselves. But who are you going to believe? Are you going to believe that the boyfriend that was in the house that shot at the police? You're going to believe random witnesses. You're going to believe the police. One thing that they all say is that they knocked. So the whole no not warrant thing is not even it's not even a thing. I like Rand Paul and shout out to him. But there's no point in naming that the bill Brianna's law to eliminate no not warrants. They did knock. So I don't understand this whole thing about, oh, they is a no not warrant. We got to end no not warrants right now. Shout out to my brother, Brandon Tatum, and his coverage of Breonna Taylor. He did a good job putting the real information, the documents, the court documents on his website, TatumReport.com. But in the documents, it says what happened. Brianna was not in the bed. The police did knock and the boyfriend shot first. Now, if they did do a no-knock warrant, we probably wouldn't be here right now today because a no-knock warrant, you know what it does? It catches you off guard. You don't see it coming. So you don't have time to try and go get your gun and get a position and aim and nah, you cut off guard. They run in, do what they gotta do. And before you know it, it's over with. They in and out like a thief in the night. It was probably better if they did use a no-knock warrant versus knocking on the door. When you knock on the door, they, they got time to strategize and hide stuff, flush stuff, get the guns, load the guns, get into position, escape. They got time to do whatever they want. It's more dangerous to do a, a knock warrant when you should do a no-knock warrant. A no-knock warrant would probably have saved their lives because they wouldn't have been able to do all that stuff. This guy, the boyfriend, the quote-unquote boyfriend's on the phone doing all kind of stuff, calling his mama before he called the police, just weird stuff, right? But anyway, there was a warrant on Brianna Taylor's home because she was involved with the drug game, right? Now, I don't know if she was out there. I don't know if she was, like, selling drugs on the corner. You don't got to be selling drugs to be involved with it. You could be somebody that is transporting it, you know, giving money to people that's doing it, going to the house, checking on. You could be involved with it in some kind of way. Just like Alice Marie Johnson, who got freed recently, she was not selling drugs, but she was involved with it. She was answering the phone and she got like 25 with the L for that, which is way too much time. She got out. She got out because of Donald Trump and Kim Kardashian. That's a whole different story. But that's what she was doing. She was involved, but she was not out there selling. Brianna Taylor was involved. Then they say, oh, she was an EMT. No, she was not an EMT. Well, she was an EMT. Like previously, she used to be an EMT. But at the time when she was in the house and got shot by the police, unfortunately, she was not an EMT. All right. Now, from what I've read, she rented a car. It was in her name. And a dead body was found in the car. Now, they don't know if it's her that killed the guy. They don't know if she knows who killed the guy. But it seems kind of suspicious. You rented a car and the dead body's found inside. So as a result of that, she was barred from being the EMT in Louisville. Maybe just all over the nation. I don't know, but definitely in Louisville. So she was not an EMT. So what was she doing? 
she was involved with the dope game. You have footage of her car and possibly her at the at the dope spots, going back and forth to the dope spots. So that what they call the trap house, which is where they, you know, manufacture the drugs or they got money or they sell drugs out of. Okay. So she was involved. They did two wars at the same time. They did the warrant on her house and also the trap house simultaneously. They found drugs and guns at the trap house. And at Brianna Taylor's house, they were trying to find some stuff, but the boyfriend shot and then, you know, stopped all the searching. He probably flushed some stuff before the police were able to come in and he shot. But long story, a little less long, as a result of Brianna Taylor being killed. Oh, I gotta add one last thing before I get to the conclusion of that story. Uh, Brianna Taylor, I think, was shot eight times, but the boyfriend was not shot at all. Not one bullet grazing, no nothing, no injuries on the boyfriend. So my question is this. All right, if you, the boyfriend, shot at the police and they return fire back at you, why is it that Brianna Taylor's the only one to get shot and you don't get shot? How does that happen? Was she a human shield? What's happening? I, I don't know. I'm just asking some simple questions, but I'll move on. The family of Brianna Taylor got awarded $12 million in a wrongful death lawsuit against the city of Louisville. This was announced before any charges were announced or not by Daniel Cameron, who is their attorney general in Kentucky. All right. Now, I think they did that because they know the officers won't be charged. What are they going to be charged with? They had a warrant. It was valid. The guy in the house shot first. Where is the actual crime that the officer committed? You know, I feel like this whole thing, arrested cops to kill Breonna Taylor, it's like a meme. People just say it because they just want to say it. It's like being writ rolled. All right. You, you go to somebody's tweet and it'd be labeled something else. Like it, it'd start one way. It's like daisies and flowers are beautiful this time of the year when the sun do hits it. And also arrested cops to kill Breonna Taylor. It's like, what? It's like a meme at this particular point. And when you ask people, hey, why should they be arrested? They kind of come up short. They don't really know. They just are parroting the meme. It's unfortunate that she died, but I don't see any fault of the police. Now, you do have lawsuits that go like this when the police don't do anything wrong. Current Games was one in Baltimore. I covered that story about two or three years ago, maybe even a little bit more than that on the channel. Uh, they gave her family $38 million. There was another story. I won't, I won't name the name because they're mad if I name the name. But um, it was a hitman in Virginia Beach who was riding around with his girlfriend and their baby in the car. They were going to pick up some money to kill somebody else. The, the, the guy was black. His girlfriend was black. And his victims that he killed for money in Virginia Beach were black. One of them was not even involved in any kind of dope game. He was just a regular guy. The guy had got paid to kill somebody, right? He went to the person's area and he missed a shot to kill him. But he still had his gun right there in his hand and he was upset. He couldn't kill the guy that he got paid to hit. So here comes a random innocent person waiting outside to pick up their daughter and take her to work. He shoots him because he was frustrated he couldn't kill the other person he got paid to kill. He just shot him for no reason because he was mad and killed him. And I didn't know him, but I knew people that knew him. I knew some of his family members by the same last name. Okay, so that, that could have easily been my friend that he killed for no reason. Anyway, so he had been in jail before for killing people, got out, got 
back into the killing business, killed two people, was on the way to kill somebody else. The police intercepted him at a, at a 7-Eleven. Now, when they get there, he sees what's going on. They, they're kind of walking up on the car trying to apprehend him. He gets a gun from the seat of his car. Mind you, his girl right beside him in the car. Baby, a baby's in the back. This guy, he puts his feet against the, uh, the door in the car. He leans back on his girlfriend and begins to shoot his mini tech out of the car. And of course, the police return fire. They're, they're shooting him, but one of the bullets goes through him and hits the girl and kills her. And they got paid money from Virginia Beach because of that. Obviously not their fault at all, but see, that's what I'm talking about. You still get paid money in a civil lawsuit, even if it's not your fault at all. That's just kind of how it goes. You settle. Settling a lawsuit is not to note any kind of innocence or guilt. It's like the whole thing with the Trump lawsuit and the racial discrimination back in the day. Okay, you, you, got, you got sued and you settled. It doesn't mean anything. Just like uh, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon got sued by his nanny because um, she said their baby headbutted her and caused her serious injuries. I'm not lying. He, he had to pay because the amount of time and money it would take for legal fees and going back off the court, it was cheaper to go ahead and just pay the settlement. That's how these things go. Oh, the, the story was crazy, Tony. Listen, the story was crazy. And do you know to Virginia Beach, they were out there protesting for her. It's like, fam, this, this, he didn't kill two people, black people. I'm talking about a, a dad, wait, on his daughter. He was young. He was like, he was my age. He was like, at the time, like 33. Innocent person, not involved with no kind of dope game, just a regular dude. At, like a regular Joe. All right. And like I said, I know guys that know him and they would say that he was not even involved with nothing. No, no criminal background at all. Just trying to get his daughter to take her to work. And boom, he's dead. And they protested for him. And then she got paid by the city of Virginia Beach. <laughs> but yeah, um, the, the baby head, but yes, that did happen. Look it up. Nick Cannon's nanny sued him because they said the baby, she said the baby head butted her and caused a serious harm. This is what I'm talking about. Going back to Breonna Taylor. The lawsuit means nothing. That's just a thing that they're going to do to get out in front of it because they know the officers are not going to be charged and they shouldn't be charged. If they should be charged, what is the crime? If anybody thinks that the officers should be charged in the Breonna Taylor case, I'd love to hear from you in a little bit when open the lines. Please call in a little bit later, right around nine o'clock, because I just don't. There's nothing really there. Sometimes you do have police brutality, but it's, it's rare, number one and number two. Brianna Taylor was not a case of that. That's just what it was. If she didn't want to be in that situation, she probably shouldn't be selling no drugs. Oh, I got my tea early. Thank you. And surprise, you just came in and busted in with, with a tea. But yeah, that's what's going on. And we got a whole lot. Oh, let's talk about let's talk about Andrew Gillum briefly because this is a, it's a family show. Now, Andrew Gillum. Could have been the governor of Florida, right? Do you guys remember 2018? The race was razor, razor thin. Andrew Gillum got 49.2% of the vote in Florida for the governor 2018. And uh, DeSantis got 49.6%, right around that. 
he could have become the governor. The race was so close that um, they had to do an automatic recount. Now, Gillum, married man, three kids, married for a long time, like 20 years or something like that, married to his wife. Three kids, perfect family, right? But he got caught in a hotel room, passed out, high on drugs. He said he was drunk, allegedly. And there was meth. There was pills everywhere. There was all kind of bodily fluid everywhere, pretty gross. And he had two men in the hotel with him. So, I mean, you kind of put two and two together. Oh, and also a, a minor detail I forgot. He was not wearing any kind of clothes at all. He was completely nude from top to bottom. And there's pictures of that. And of course, I'm, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to put it on the screen, but you guys may have seen it. Now, when that happened, I'm like, okay, this guy's double life. All right. You got your wife and kids, but you wanted to go off and do something else. Something, something with some men. So you have a double life that you're leading here. I don't think she knew about that. Or maybe she did, but I moved right along. When that whole story broke, what did he say? Um, you know, I got a problem with alcohol and I got to go to rehab. I'm like, really, sir, you got to go to rehab. And in my mind, when anybody that's in the public eye goes to rehab, they're trying to just let things cool down and die off. Let all the hysteria wear off because that was a big story. People were mad at Candace Owens because I think they said that she put the pictures out there. I'm not sure if she did it or not. If she did, put, if she did leak the pictures or quote unquote, if she did quote unquote leak the pictures, that'd be a good thing. Because you need to know what people that are trying to become the governor, maybe even the president, are doing if they're engaging in some kind of illegal activity. The main thing being the meth in the pills. What he does behind closed doors with other men, that's his business. But the main thing is, number one, double life. You're not being sincere. But number two, you got all kind of meth and pills everywhere. You had like 100 pills on the ground. Is that legal? I don't think so. But anyway. They were mad at her for leaking the pictures, allegedly. But what about Andrew Gillum, all the, the drugs and everything else on the ground? I don't really understand. So then they said, okay, he's going to rehab for alcohol abuse. It's like alcohol. I didn't see any alcohol in there. I, mean, I saw a bunch of drugs and whatnot, but alcohol, maybe I'm just blind and didn't see it. I do have glasses for a reason. Maybe I just didn't pick up on it. Maybe I got bad vision, whatever. You want to hide away in rehab to get yourself back together. So he does that. He has rehab for like six months or more. Right around that, right around six months, between four and six months. He comes back with Tamron Hall on her new show. Tamron Hall used to be on MS13 DNC. I like Tamron Hall. She's a good anchor. O on the left, of course, but not so crazy like a lot of the lefties nowadays. But she has a brand new show, her own thing. Um, that's not part of MS-13 or anything, any other network like that. And it comes out and admits that he's gay. This is kind of reminding me of Kevin Spacey when he got accused of raping an underage boy. And he came out and said, hey, guess what? I'm gay. It's like, all right, sir, that's fine. Okay, great. Congratulations. But what about this allegation? Oh, no, don't worry about that. Look at this. I'm gay. I'm like, what? But Andrew Gillum didn't say he was gay. He said he's bisexual. I'm like, really, sir? Is that what's going on? Or are you just afraid to come all the way out in the closet? I mean, just be who you are, man. Just be honest. Don't don't be lying. And if you're going to be a liar, don't get caught with your pants down, literally with drugs everywhere. I think he might not want to do that. And my question would be, how was he allowed to go home 
when the police came to the hotel room on a suspicion of a drug overdose with drugs everywhere, he's high as gas. How was he not arrested? I mean, is it that is it that black privilege? I thought that every time the police came and interacted with you, you just got shot, killed, and that was it. So you mean to tell me this guy was in the hotel, birthday suit, drugs, powder, pills, all of that everywhere, paraphernalia, banging needles, and he goes home, not even really questioned, not arrested. Hmm, that's pretty interesting. Because like I said, I thought that anytime the police came and it's a black man doing something or not doing something, it's, it's, they're going to pretty much be dead. LeBron James said he's scared. If he leaves the house, you're scared of the police. That's like, really, LeBron James? If you come in contact with an officer, they probably going to want to autograph in the picture. Let's just be real. You're LeBron James. I mean, you're not, you're not very conspicuous, sir. You're six foot eight, like 250 pounds or more. You're, you're pretty recognizable, sir. And the reality is that when most people come in contact with the police, it's, it's not a real big issue. Sir, you know you were speeding. You were going 75 and 55. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, well, don't do it no more. Here's a pass or here's a ticket. That's it. Go to court, pay it. That's usually what happens. If you're not on the road getting high on drugs or doing something you shouldn't be doing, you're perfectly fine. You'll be totally fine. But people like LeBron and everybody just want to say, oh, it's so bad. It, we're, we're oppressed and I'm scared. Well, Andrew Gillum got cut like in the act. He got caught red handed, right, with the white man and some and some drugs and all that good stuff. Oh, that, that's something else. The the um, his friend that he was in a hotel with was overdosing. So they could have said Andrew Gillum was a was a drug dealer. He he nah, he was allowed to go home. Must be that black privilege I I got. You know, if if that's racist, I need some more of that racism that allows you to go home when you got drugs and pills everywhere. Now they're not gonna find me like that. I don't do drugs. I'm not involved in no kind of alternative lifestyle. So that's just not me. All I'm saying is you got plenty of examples of people that are involved with crime doing the wrong thing that don't even get arrested. Now you got these, um, these SJW attorneys out there, uh, the, the DAs, that are pretty much just let things go. You got one in Chicago, obviously, with Kim Fox. Remember the whole thing with Juicy Smoulye? This guy got caught faking a hate crime. Where, where is the jail time? Where is any kind of punishment? Nothing really there. Slap on the wrist, okay? Why is that? Oh, you got friends in high places. Isn't that more important than your race? You got Barack Obama on the horn, Michelle Obama. They call him, you know, Will and Dylan. You got Kim Fox on your side. And look at um, St. Louis, Missouri. You got Kimberly Gardner, the corrupt DA, who will let gangbangers and dope boys get off the hook with no, with no issue. Okay, you, you're selling drugs. you shooting somebody. you shooting to a house. You almost hit a five-year-old little boy, and you go home with no bail, right? That's St. Louis and or New York City. But if you have your gun to protect yourself against a horde of people that are threatening you, screeching at you, you got to go to court. You got to go possibly to jail. You getting brought up on charges. I don't really see the white privilege. I see the black privilege. I don't see the white privilege. I don't see why anybody black should be fearing the police. I just don't really see it. I saw uh, somebody says that Lucas is calling me out. 
I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna address it this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna address it like this, and then I ain't gonna address it no more. On my channel, I don't do that. You see my videos? They're about public figures, people that actually matter. I don't really matter in a greater scheme of things. I'm somebody, but when you're talking on people that are out there, like elected officials, people that can change, that can change your life, that can make laws and do things, they matter. I don't matter. Neither does he. So why does he even? I don't do videos like that. But um, anyway, <laughs> where's the actual white privilege at? There's plenty of black privilege, though. So it is what it is. All righty. But thank you all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up. Share the video. Do all that good stuff for me. I appreciate you. All righty. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, I don't say I'm, I'm not saying I don't matter at all. I matter to you and you guys do to me. But I do videos about topics that make a difference like in the world. We're talking about, you know, elected officials, um, the president. You're talking about the government, things like that. Actual news stories. OK, the, the so-called beef between me and a YouTuber will not be on the news. But Andrew Gillum's case will. Breonna Taylor's case will. Uh, you know, Trump and Biden and election, that's going to be on the news. And my job here is to give you real information to break away from what the mainstream media are giving you. I'm not going to be talking about, oh, well, Lucas said this. That's like little kids. So I'm too old. I don't know how old he is, but I'm too old. You see, I have, I have gray hair in my beard. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. All right, let's get to the super chats right quick. And thank y'all for being here. You guys are the best audience on the internet. That cover everything. I cover um, uh, Despacito, Joe, Harris Biden, Breonna Taylor, Andrew Gillum. We got a whole lot more we're going to cover tonight. Let me go ahead and get to the super chats. All right. And let's go. Thank you to Zachary Titchen who says, you see Killer Mike te um, take crap for talking to Brian Kemp. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. Oh, no. Matter of fact, I did see that. Yes, I did see that. I didn't see any kind of video, but I heard about it. I heard people were mad because he spoke to Brian Kemp. But it's like, why would you not speak to Brian Kemp? This is your governor. If you're a taxpayer in the state of Georgia, I mean, he works for you. He's your employee. If you have a business and you have employees, you got to talk to your employees. Same thing with Trump. Trump is our employee. He works for us. He sacrifice his life really to serve us so why would you not talk to him i don't understand it makes any sense people have no idea what they're doing they're mad because kemp is a conservative but they don't even know anything about him and his policies just talk to him he's there you pay for him why not you can't get him out of office you can't impeach him you don't have that kind of power so go ahead and talk to him if you have a grievance that if you don't like brian kemp just holler at him and and Work it out if you're able to. It's like the whole thing with Trump. People say, oh, I ain't going to talk to Trump. I ain't going to go meet him. When Trump was saying, hey, give me a list of people that you want to get out of jail. If you have anybody in jail and you want them to get out, give me a list and we'll work on it. And people just said, you know what? I don't want to do it. That Their grandma could be in jail right now. Their mama could be in jail for the past 30 years on a nonviolent drug offense. And they are so... Uh, triggered about Trump, they won't talk to this man about their own mama being in jail. 
So what is it like? I don't care who's in the White House. It can be Barack Obama, Donald Trump, George Bush. You, you could have Hillary Clinton in the White House right now. And if she was to say, hey, give me a list of those that you want to get out of jail and I'll work on it. I'm going to talk to her. And I hate Hillary Clinton with a capital H. And I don't say that very often, but I feel like I, I think I think I can say that about Hillary Clinton. Regardless of that, I don't care. I'm going to put my personal feelings to the side and I'm going to go do that because I have a loved one in jail. That's just kind of common logic, but people don't think like that. They think with their heart first rather than their brain. And people that think that way will never be able to succeed. So shout out to Happy Sheep Dope Scopes, who says, just a uh, donation. Thank you to Sis Fierce Wins, who says, according to CNN, Andrew Gillum is only 93% in the dudes. <laughs> Hilarious. Thank you for that. Shout out to Rainmaker, who says, says Minnesota goes red. It could happen because they, they see what's happening right now with BLM tearing down Minneapolis. So it's like, okay, why would I continue to vote for the Democrats that have allowed this to happen? They, they're kind of getting that red pill forcefully. So it's like, come on, what are we doing? And the more that the left keep defending BLM, the more you're going to get more lefties to leave the left and come to the right, or at least be independent, or, or at least not vote for Joe Biden. Why would you? It doesn't make much sense. All right. Shout out to Corbin Little, who says Trump 2020 all day long. Thank you for that. Shout out to Matthew Phillips, who says, did you see Trump's latest tweet? It was Biden's pandering with Despacito, except NWA's after police dubbed over it. Hilarious. I did see that. That was fantastic. I mean, that that was one of the funniest things I've seen in my life right there. <laughs> that that after police, it, it was it was great. Thank you to Teresa and Elizabeth for your donation. I appreciate you. Thank you to Happy Sheep Dope Scopes who says, everyone go check out Jasmine Contours on YouTube. Her professor failed her because she's not with the left views. Wow, really? That's crazy. And see, it's one thing to just have people that, that kind of like, you know, in your, in your personal life, they're not friends with you anymore. But when you got, you know, professional things getting in the way, like if I'm paying for college, right, and I'm paying big money, and my professor is... You know, he is vengeful against me because of my politics and grades me incorrectly. Then it's not some kind of like discrimination. Like, you, I, I, I would sue for that. I would definitely sue for that. Thank you to Realm Center 40, who says a peace accord does not mean you need to be in flat out combat. Stop underselling it, mainstream media. There you go. Shout out to Jericho Green, my man, who says she's a San Fran politician. She's well versed in elitism. Exactly. Thank you for that, man. Definitely appreciate you. And you guys, subscribe to Jericho Green if you're not already. All you guys should be sub to Jericho Green. If you're not right now, go ahead and do that. Absolutely. Thank you to RetroGamer81 for the number one fan emoji. I appreciate you. Thank you to Mandy Renee who says, thoughts on fines, 100 bucks in Connecticut for not wearing a mask. I think it's crazy. It's dumb because the mask doesn't even really help that much, honestly. And it causes other problems. So, nah, I think the mask should be a personal thing. If you want to wear it, then wear it. If you don't, then don't. That's what I feel. But the, the fines are crazy. Like, where I live, the mask is not even really... People wear it, but you don't have to. Retro Gamer, anyone, thank you for your donation. The number one fan. 
I read that one already. Thank you to Michelle Bryan who says, Joe was waving goodbye to his future. <laughs> his past was stomped into wine as ABL the Great would say, you're working magic, my friend. Keep it up. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Maria, Anson, Maria Annette for becoming a member of the ABL squad. Thank you to Son Goku who says, do you think Tulsi Gabba or Andrew Yang would have been a great president? No. <laughs> I, I will say that they would have been good for that side. They would have been good candidates for the left. If I was on the left, I would want one of them. But they're, they're still liberals, regardless. Um, they come off as a little bit less crazy, but they're still liberals. Like the main thing that got me was when at the debate, they asked everybody, hey, do you support Medicare for all, even illegal aliens? And they all raised their hand, yes. Or, or it was healthcare for all. Healthcare for all, even illegal aliens. And they said, yes, that includes Andrew Yang and Tulsi Gabbard. I like how Tulsi Gabbard came out and said something against cuties like nobody on the left did. Really? They're all saying it's great and it's beautiful. If it's so great and beautiful, why does a movie about 11 year olds twerking have a TV MA rating? Mature audiences. Why must uh, why must. A movie featuring a 12 or 11 year old little girls twerking have a mature audience's rating for what? Why is that so spectacular and great and stunning and brave? I'm not really understanding how that works. Thank you to, let me see. Um, you're so cold 23 who says, what do you think of this whole thing about the left not conceding no matter what if Trump wins? Also, do you think they will bring violence if he wins? Uh, probably not violence. I, I don't know, because last time it, it, there were some unrest, but not really. And I feel like the unrest died down once the inauguration came. All right. So it was similar in 2016. But um, it's funny how they say they don't want to concede. Right. But then they tell they say they ask Trump all the time. Do you want to accept the results regardless? Are you going to So OK, you want to you want to tell Trump to. I said that regardless and not fight any kind of close race. But on your side, you say you're not going to concede at all. That's funny how that works. Um, shout out to R. Hip who says, hey, you with the emoji. Thank you for that. Thank you to Theophrastus who says, paying this is a fine because Officer Tatum has Candace Owens. <laughs> it's all good. Thank you to Interracial Patriots who says, the Brianna Settlement is complete BS. They have basically sent the message that drug dealing and doing illegal activities is rewarded with millions of dollars. Exactly. 1,000%. But, you know, I, I was told when I was a youngin that crime does not pay, but now I'm kind of lost. Maybe it does. You know, it is what it is. Thank you to Karen Montgomery who says, oh, give me the uh, Superman emoji. Thank you to Sharon Glover for the keep it up emoji. Thank you to Ashley Lauren who says, how do I prep my black friends for emotions behind Brianna officer acquittal? They don't understand. There's nothing you can do, really, honestly. If they are tied up in it emotionally, you can't really get them out of that. They got to get out of it themselves. It's like somebody that's hooked on drugs. You can't really get them off the drugs. They got to be. They have to want to get off it. That's just my opinion. You know, I, I would just not really try to add anything or subtract anything from it. I wouldn't even really be around at that particular point, honestly. Thank you to Cherokee Outlaw TV who says... I know this is off topic, but a tragic crime spree by St. Louis gangbanger happened in my community recently. Look at the D'Angelo Dorsey case that happened in Tennessee. Mind-blowing case. Now, I think I saw D'Angelo Dorsey. Was that the guy from St. Louis that carjacked somebody and, and, and killed him? Yeah. 
Yeah, that was on I twenty four. Like I drive on I twenty four all the time. I live in Tennessee. Now I don't I don't really live close to that area, but I've been I've been by there. I've definitely driven by there. That's that's terrifying. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna look into that though a little bit more. Because that I saw that that was on the news here locally. Thank you to Lewis from Spain who says Despacio slowly, despacito, diminutive of slowly. So it means more slowly. Joke Biden will have coronavirus and no debates. And you know what? That might happen. Like on the day of, they'll say uh, Joe Biden, presidential candidate, test positive for coronavirus. So he won't do any debates or the debates are going to be remote. I would not be surprised. Thank it to Will Redding who says, vote like the boss that you are. Let's get that red trifecta in 2020 all day long. Thank you for that. Thank you to Kathleen Maddox who says, I'm done with sports, but shout out to the Steelers, Villanueva who stood for the Pledge of Allegiance and replaced Brianna's name on his helmet with a hero. There you go. Shout out to him. Shout out to Leo Mazzina who says, more voter fraud with misplaced ballots in New Jersey County. Oh, that's all, that's happening all over the country. That's not even something that's uncommon at this particular point. That's a normal thing nowadays. Uh, let me see. Let me get to the next one here. Shout out to C. Denise, who says, you are amazing. I appreciate you. Thank you to Juan Diaz, who says, my question is, why hasn't Trump done anything to stop these riots, looting, protests? If he wants our vote, why not put it into this? I mean, that's a good question. I'm not really sure what he can do. You know, he's done it in places where he can't do it. See, the, here, here's the thing. He has stopped it where they allow him to stop it. In certain places, they don't want him to stop it, like Portland, Oregon. Trump says, okay, if you want the National Guard to come in and stop all the riots, push the button and I'm there. But they don't want to do it. They write letters talking about stay away. We're not going to allow you. If they don't allow him to do it, he's got to go insurrection act. And that could be a whole big thing. That's a big can of worms right there. And you don't want to do that right now during election time because it's not even about Trump by himself. You got the whole Republican Party because you have other elections happening on election day. So if you do the Insurrection Act and then the Democrats go this whole thing about, oh, he's trying to be a dictator. He doesn't want states to have their own sovereignty, this, that, and the third. Then you might mess around and lose everything. Supreme Court, House, Senate, Presidency, everything. So it'd be worse. So if you have violence in your particular city, state, or whatever, your local government are not doing what's needed. If they can't contain it, they don't have resources to contain it. All they got to do is say, hey, government, please help. Going to phone with Trump? All right, cool. I got you. We'll be there in 24 hours or less. Say less. Let's do it. And it'll be over with. But they don't want to do that. It's because they're letting it happen intentionally. That's their fault. Shout out to uh, Mr. Kevin Hamilton for your donation. Thank you to Ram Dumb, <laughs> Random, who says to fund the politicians. Exactly. Thank you to Psycho Michael or Psycho Miko, who says, you're great. Thanks for bringing my wife, Jill, to our side. There we go. Can you shout out Jill S and say, I love her. I'm proud of our soccer player kid. She's listening. Yeah. Shout out to you, Jill. Your husband loves you and your kids. You got a great husband. You watch me together. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for your support all day long. Thank you to Steve Cutts, who says, no one can tell me that scars, bandanas, and grandma's homemade masks do, do anything to prevent grandma's homemade mask was funny. Do anything to prevent the virus from getting through or getting out. Total nonsense. Great work, ABO. Thank you for that. I appreciate you, boss. 
Thank you to JVS H-Town who says, Alan Dershowitz sues CNN for $300 million, misrepresented his statements and taken a quote out of context. Hey, that's a new wave right now. CNN about to be bankrupt. You got uh, Nick Sandman, Alan Dershowitz, a little bit of everybody. Dershowitz got his own issues going on with the whole Epstein thing, but different story, I digress. Thank you to Stacey Felice, who says, Biden listening to F the police and smiling with all his 50 teeth was hilarious. <laughs> that that meme that Trump posted was beyond hilarious. And thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. All right. We got a whole lot happening here all over the Internet. So it's time for them calls. You know what time it is. The number to call is uh, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Do not be afraid to call. It is all good. And here is Skype doing its own little thing, and that's fine. I ain't even worried about it. We're going to get things rocking and rolling real quick here. And again, thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the planet. I couldn't do it without you. All righty. Let's get to a few here. Hold on one second. All righty, Matt, what's going on? Yeah, what are you doing? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. Hey, I I don't know what the heck you're talking about, this whole black privilege thing. Hey, man, we got it because people like uh, Andrew Gillum could get caught in a hotel room, no clothes on, meth, pills, a uh, prostitute that might be dead and just go home with no no charges, not even getting questioned. Yeah, but you, you listed all that stuff, but you didn't mention the Subway sandwiches that he had. <laughs> nah, he, he, he had those, but he ate them before the police came, so it was all good. They found the rappers, so I mean, if you got so many sandwiches in your room, it's clearly you're clearly innocent, right? And then on top of that, I think Nick Cannon's baby's white, so if he did headbutt the maid, <laughs> you know what I mean? And and uh, she had good reason to sue. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, I mean, don't you think that cop in Lancaster should have called that guy an Uber? Uh, uh what who, who was this the at Lancaster oh <laughs> hey you know what it might have been kind of hard man if you if you got a knife and you're running down the street and you're brandishing it get ready to stab him I mean the Uber might not have been a very safe place to be yeah I mean but he didn't have to shoot him he could have just called him an Uber right oh okay yeah I, hey, that, that would have worked man I, the knife would have just stopped in its tracks and everything that would have been fantastic yeah uh I wanted to tell you about some fake news up this way uh so in a town right next door to here, um, they, we had five telephone poles get cut by chainsaws. And it, it caused about a, a power outage of about 4,000 homes, including mine. And uh, I'm trying to tell people about this, and they're pointing me back to a politifact about how it's fake news that the, they're cutting telephone poles down to try to start the fires. They're doing it. They're doing it. Five poles right in a row. One of them was just, it was so, the the telephone wires themselves were holding it up. Uh, I think a significant portion of these fires, like maybe even almost half of them, are being started by by people. Oh, yeah. I mean, people are being arrested. There's already been evidence. I mean, somebody got caught by a woman on tape at gunpoint that had a Molotov cocktail who was trying to start a fire. People have been arrested. This is not this that. is not some conspiracy theory. This this is real things that are happening right now. Yeah, they're yeah, they're doing it. And I don't know 
I've always heard the term gaslighting and stuff like that. And I always thought it was like a term, like I didn't understand what it was. I didn't think it was like, uh, you know, something that could be in my own lexicon, you know what I mean? For something I could use. And, uh, but when people start debunking things like the PolitiFact, the news organizations, you even got firefighters out there that are saying, oh yeah, there's, you know, there's people starting fires. That's all fake stuff. Uh, but then when you, when you see the arrests, you see the telephone poles that are cut like that. I guess like gaslighting is like to try to debunk it to make you feel crazy, supposedly. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like you see, you see something's going on. You see it's happening. But they try to say, oh, no, that's not really happening. You're, you're imagining you're crazy. It's like, no, no, no. I know what I see. I know what's going on. Don't try to call me crazy and just, you know, downplay what I see with my own two eyes. I know what's happening here. Yeah, it's a, it's a real thing, man. Uh, you know, I, you know, the worst part of that cuties movie, uh, is, uh, the bad influence it had on Cardi B. <laughs> okay. Now, how, how did that happen? Well, I mean, the cuties movie came out first and then Cardi B was obviously, uh, influenced by it and made WAP, right? Oh, oh yeah. Hey, that may, may, maybe so. May, may, maybe that happened. Yeah. <laughs> hey, have a good day. It's all I got for you. All right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, peace out, man. Peace. All right, great call from Matt. Thank you for that. Most certainly appreciate you, boss. And we got a whole lot happening here. Let me get to the next call. The number to call, 434-658-1220. 404 in line, I'm speaking to you. Jason Miller. All right, boss. I got a little background noise. Turn your speakers down for me. I got you off. I, I turned you off on my TV. How you doing, ABL? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. We live? We're live on the air right now. Yeah, well, you were talking about Nick Sandman, and I know this is getting off topic a little bit, but about I'm um, calling in about uh, Kyle Rittenhouse and what went on with him in Wisconsin uh, with the shootings and everything and how they, you know, the BLM movement, all of them has been talking about how they just let him walk away and, you know, if he would have been black and this and that and how the mainstream media projected how he was guilty and yet now that they've gotten the facts they won't report and update this right what kind of uh case do you think that uh rittenhouse's lawyers are going to be able to have on cnn and all the msn msm uh out outlooks um there, there could be a case there but you got a lot of politics that are involved because he did kill two people now it was it was a defense of course but that right there is going to be kind of a hurdle to get over. But there is a case, obviously, for defamation, maybe even libel and slander. I mean, it's just, it's really crazy just how they convicted him immediately. And there was so much video. There was so much live feed because, you know, you can I watch online all the time. I go to wherever the riots are at and I go and I look at all the live stream uh, videos that are out there. And I mean, you know. These are million-dollar network corporations that can that can put anything together they want, and they reported on this instantly. But they wasn't able to see all the other stuff that was out there live on the footage that they had available to them. Right, but see, they don't they don't care about that. As long as they see something that fits their narrative, all they're going to do is focus on that. They'll ignore everything else because the most important thing is the narrative. Right. 
And one other thing, you know, they, they haven't let any uh, donations or anything be made through GoFundMe. They shut all that back. But I know that his uh, attorney has a thing. It's called hashtag fight back. Uh, you can go on there and donate. If you would give him a shout out on that, they've raised over a half a million dollars now. You know, his his first appearance is coming up here shortly. And it's going to be a two. They've got a two million dollar bond. Hopefully, they can get it dropped down. But you know, if people can go on, they know now there's a place where they can go and donate for the kid. I think it'd be great. I think he's a true hero. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And I figured, um, GoFundMe would not let any kind of things go for him. But you gotta have an alternative platform, and I'm glad they have that. And I'm glad that he's able to get some help because he's going to need it for real. Yeah, he really is. Hey, man, I love your show. You got great content and keep it, keep it up. All right. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely. All the way. All right. Now, thank you for the call. Thanks. All right. Shout out to the call. The great call. Let's get to some more calls here. The number to call 434-658-1220. And let me go 360. You don't line. Who am I speaking to? This is Shivalo. All right. I got some background noise. Turn your speakers down for me, please. Okay, got speakers down. Are we live? We're live on air right now. What's going on? Hey, ABO. I just wanted to talk to um, the callers and so forth about a, a few different things that's on my mind. Um, this 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 police shooting, this, this guy that came out with a knife and uh, attacked these officers. This is real interesting to me because... Okay, a little bit of history with me, just just so some of these uh, the callers and listeners will know. I was an officer, and I spent years out on the street. And to commend that officer so for what he did, the guy actually, I believe, he saved a lot of people's lives. Not only did he save his life, but he saved the lives of other people. Matter of fact. I've been on calls like that before where you're waiting for your backup. The guy's out there waiting. I looked at this video and then all of a sudden, boom, you have a split second decision. So a lot of these haters for police will say things like, Oh, uh, I would have did this or I would have that. He should have did this or he should have did that. It's like, you have no clue what you would do in that situation unless you were in that situation yourself. It's easy to armchair quarterback somebody that actually were in a very, very high, high level um, energy level situation. His, you know, he's amped up. We don't even know the call. We don't even know what type of call came out because a lot of that stuff will come out later on where you hear that um, the officer, you know, might've heard that this guy has a knife. And so, a lot of times um, the cops will hurry up and get to the scene a lot quicker, even though we're trying to stage and waiting for our backup. Sometimes we don't have the luxury to do that. So officers have to go into the situation knowing that, Hey, this is very dangerous. So for people to, it's just like the ignorance of people in society that don't really understand what it takes to be a cop, what you have to deal with. So, for them to riot, to go, and, and I mean, look what these cops had to deal with in L.A., getting 
uh, basically this guy just came out of nowhere, ambushed, and then started shooting. They people don't understand what they what cops have to deal with on a daily basis. So that really bothers me that these people would. Um, I don't, and I don't know BLM, Black Lives Matter, whatever you call them, to go out and do what they're doing, to riot, to stand in front of the police department, to you know cause all this hate, discontent. They don't know what they're talking about. So people people will, will sit there and say the cops. Are, this is why we need to support cops. This is exactly why we should support our law enforcement because they're dealing with these things on a daily basis. And then you got another call. Imagine what if, if I'm on the department and this is my partner, my friend, my buddies, we, you know, and imagine th- now he gets to go home because there was a shooting happen, but the, the society expects for the officers to be there for the next call. So I know that my buddy just shot somebody or whatever, and he's dealing with it. But then I get the phone call going, Hey, we got, you know, this happening. And so now I'm supposed to put that behind in my mind, go to the next call and deal with whatever's happening. So I just want to understand, I just want the, the callers and people to know that this is tough out there for cops, especially nowadays, which is one of the reasons why I stepped away out of law enforcement and, and found a different uh, job. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't blame you. I understand what's going on out there and it's rough. You know, that's so why anybody that's out there, I just, I feel for and people want to, they want to be Monday morning quarterbacks and say what they would have did and what they, they have no, like you said, they have no idea. And so they're actually out there. They have no idea what they would have done. So, yeah, I'm right there with you, man. I agree. Well, I just had that. And I just want to say, you know what? You're doing an excellent job out there. I'm going to let other callers get on the line. You're doing an excellent job. I really appreciate you. I appreciate what you, what you, you know, putting out the good information really being neutral when it comes to a lot of things. I know you, I know you pro Trump. I'm a Trump supporter too. And I appreciate that. But I just wanted to say you're doing an excellent job out of pretty much all the people that I look at online and everything else. I've seen that you are very, very transparent and you don't take a side unless you really think you need to take a side. And I like the way that you put out the information, keep up the good work. I just want to say support our police department and support Trump for 2020. And uh, a lot of times these guys just don't know. People don't know unless they actually did the job. So if you haven't done the job yet, if you don't know what's like, try to go on a ride along. That would be, that would be what I would say to anybody that go on a ride along, especially today. Get, call your local department and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to get a ride along. I want to see what cops deal with. And I dare anybody to go on a ride along in Portland where Black Lives Matter is. Let's see if you really have the you know what, to go out there with the cops. Because I guarantee you, most people would say, nah, I'll pass. They don't want to get shot, just like those cops got ambushed. So that's all I got to say. Thanks a lot, and uh, I'll, I'll let other callers uh, call in. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you. Thanks for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, shout out to the caller. Great call. All right, get to a few more here. All right, the caller, who am I speaking to? Hi, this is Lord the Goddess. Hey, how's everything going? How are you? Everything's great. Can't complain. Good to see you again. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, no problem. Just uh, basically wanted to call in about the Gilliam uh, situation. I'm originally from Florida myself. And uh, uh, basically, uh, you better get ready for another Marion Barry situation. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it seems like is going to happen. And, you know, what's with these guys? It, you know, if I was of that uh, community, I guess you could say, uh, I wouldn't be very happy about the way that they're doing these things. I mean, they do something bad and then, oh, well, it's okay. All of a sudden, I'm gay <laughs> and I have a clean slate now. Exactly. That's, that's my thought process. It's like, okay, so you're just going to use that whole thing. Yeah, I, I didn't think about it from their point of view. They got to be offended. Just a regular everyday person that happens to be gay. They're like, hey, wait a minute. Don't don't bring me into it. You were out there doing the drugs, doing whatever you were doing. That's your thing you got to deal with. Well, I remember how mad Milo Yiannopoulos was uh, when, uh, what was his name? I wrote it down. Kevin Spacey. I never can remember his name. <laughs> But I can remember how mad Milo was about that. He says, not only did it make the gay community look really, really bad and perverted, but it also make it look like everything was okay just because he's gay. You know, it was a reflection on the rest of them, too. I think that would really, if I was, and I'm not, and I actually, even though I'm not, I feel I feel actually bad for for feeling this way about it, but that's just wrong. <laughs> I commute it. So I got to fix that right quick. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you, 100%. Something else I noticed, uh, or something else that came to my mind when the last caller was on before you answered, uh, was uh, the, the these cops quitting and everything like that. You know, uh, at that point, they're no longer under their uh, the fingers or the thumbs of their uh, superiors. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised that if necessary that uh, they would be the first people to join militias. Well, who is that? Cops. The cops that are quitting. Right. Yeah. I mean, because... You surprise me. I mean, some people, it's like, okay, you still want to protect people. You still want to go out there and help people. So some people might be in the militia. Now, the thing is, militias, people get kind of a, a bad rap. Sometimes they're not going to be bad, but sometimes they could be. But a lot of times they're just there to protect people. They want to serve, they want to protect, they want to serve, but they don't want to do it up under the thumb of the government. Sure. Well, that's why I say I think a lot of them are quitting because of that now because they're not being supported by who they're supposed to be being supported by. But again, because they're quitting, they're not under their thumbs anymore. And right. I wouldn't be surprised if they're the first ones that join militias if necessary it, in the it, future. It makes sense. Makes makes total sense because you don't become an officer for the money, really. They're not becoming rich by being a police officer. You do it because oh, no. you, you want to serve your community. So they're going Just to do like it. music, that's a calling. Right. That's right. It is. It is. Anyway, I just wanted to shout out to your listeners and everything, too, and uh, thank them for all of the subscriptions, and hopefully they'll come back and see me again. Remember, I'm from Here's What I Heard. All right. So... You got to tell t tell me the channel exactly because I had a hard time finding it last time. So it's called Here's What I Heard as the channel. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. I'll put that link for Here's you in the chat. I heard. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Thank you for your just, call. Just a plain eye. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. All righty. All right. Love your show as usual. I've been watching you since I talked to you the last time. Hopefully I'll get a chance to talk to you again. Thanks oh, for taking my call. Thank you for the call. I appreciate you. You're awesome. All right. Shout out to the caller. Okay. So her channel, she has, she has a YouTube channel. It's called Here's What I Heard. Because when she, when she said it before, I thought I thought it was I, apostrophe V-E, I have. But it's Here's What I Heard. That's the channel. 
So I'll put that right here in the chat. And I would have had her on the screen, but my Skype thing is not working. But I can still talk to you through Skype. OBS is just kind of weird. Windows operating system is just weird as well. So let me put her channel right here in the box. Here's what I heard. There we go. And put it down right there. Be good to go. All righty. All right, I call the who am I speaking to? Everything, how you doing that, man? Everything's all right. What's happening? Oh, not much. Can you get her picture? Or? Well, I can't see you. I can't see you, but it's fine because it won't show up on the screen anyway, but I can hear you. Okay. All right, man. All right, this is David and Miss Lisa. How you doing that, Anthony? Oh, everything's all right. Can't complain too much. Well, I was hoping I could Skype you, like I told you last week, so you could put a picture with the uh, with the voices you were hearing. Right. But, I think I think you you probably you probably get it next time once you call in once you kind of get it get the hang of it. I think you'd be able to get it. Man, I I used to Skype my son in Germany all the time. Ah. Uh, when he was in the military, I don't I don't I don't know what the crap's going on now, but uh. Anyway, oh, there you go. I see you guys now. Hey, hey, okay. Coach, man, Coach. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. Hey, man, I just want to um, let everyone know that Hank and Peggy, I'm not drunk and uh, I'm not selling propane. I, w I would if it's uh, profitable. <laughs> <laughs> Keep everybody in, in touch with mail in voting and. Uh, you know, I hadn't been watching a lot of news. Hey, uh, I'll just say it on your, your broadcast. My prayers go out to everyone affected by Sally. Yes. In, in the southeast, and especially the Pensacola area. Uh, I got a cousin down there that, you know, has some damage, lost his jet skis and things like that. And so many other, you know, like Orange Beach, Gulf Shores. Mm-hmm that are affected and my prayers go out to them you know absolutely we're, get rain. we're getting rain right now matter of fact yes yeah, it's, it's gonna... I, I wish i could show the dogs i think everyone enjoyed the dogs barking last time <laughs> <laughs> it's raining a lot in tennessee well we, we, we're getting some rain here right we're getting like little light misty rain but i think once you get later on we'll get some a, a little bit more rain just a little mist we're getting right now yeah okay that's the way it started here but it's getting a little heavier right now i know you know nothing compared to what they got oh yeah you know it's doing it all right miss lisa go for it hey man there's some daggum rascals miss lisa's got on twitter and been tweeting about the nfl and there's some daggum jerks out there that has used some horrible language toward my wife that they're very lucky that I don't know who they are or where I can, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but see, you know what? They, they would never say that to you in person. They got that shoot of the <laughs> internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. Well, but anyway, man. We're just enjoying your show. We just wanted Always. to say hello. Wanted to put a picture to the boys so you know who we are. Definitely. Well, I'm glad y'all able to call in. Definitely. And then next time I might be able to get you on the screen because right now it's not working, but I can see you guys. So it's all good. 
Well, that's good. Okay. That's good, man. That's good. As long as you know who we are, that's pretty cool. Hey, the, the chatter and whatnot, the viewers got something, you know, to look forward to. <laughs> um, one comment I wanted to make is about these fires out west and how they're trying to blame Trump. And humans are probably starting the fires. Is there any truth to that? Was somebody really arrested for starting fires? Oh yeah, yeah. it was a they few people. It was it was one guy that was doing like a Molotov cocktail in Portland. Um, it was a man and a woman that got arrested in California for setting the fires. It was one guy that got stopped by a woman and citizens arrest. The woman put her gun on him and stopped him from setting the fire with a Molotov cocktail. So there's been several cases of fires being started intentionally, people getting arrested for it. Okay, okay. And um, one thing I that kind of, did you watch the president with the town hall last night with um, George Stephanopoulos? I saw some of that, but not the whole thing. Well, there was one lady that was asking about uh, health care. And then she, did you hear her tell the president, don't you interrupt me? Oh, no, I didn't hear that. Really? She said that? Yeah. She was very rude. She was real rude. And it, to it just. the president of the United States of America. And, and I just feel like our Congress set the tone, the way they treat him, that others are following along with that. But she was asking him about um, health care if you could lose your, I guess, pre existing condition part of the plan. And when she kind of stopped for a minute after she'd been talking for a minute, and he said, no, 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 you won't. And then she goes, don't you interrupt me. I'm not finished. I'm not sure if those were her exact words. But it reminded me of when Bob Barr, or not Bob Barr, um, Barr was on the stand in front of the Congress. Attorney, attorney the Attorney General. And um, how they kept saying, don't interrupt me. And I thought, this is just ridiculous. Wow. You know. I mean, but that's, that's the hate people have in their heart. I think a lot of that hate has been... Um, just built up by the media. They keep watching TV so much and they already don't like Trump. So the hate just keeps building and building. And then when he's right there in front of you, you just let it out and you just rude. You're doing things you shouldn't do to a president. I don't care if you like him. If you don't like him, you got to show respect for the president. Amen. And um, like I was watching Flecka's talk on YouTube where he asked people, why are you voting for Biden? And it's sad because the, he'll ask a question and they don't even know what's going on on the other side. They're not doing their research. They're just depending on certain um, news shows to tell them what's going on. And they're really hurting themselves by not getting out there and educating themselves. They're going to be sorry when they're paying. If this green energy bill passes, you're going to be paying like five bucks a gallon gas. Your utilities are going to triple. And then, you know what? Companies are going to lay people off because they can't afford the added expense. Food will cost more because truck drivers will absorb that cost. I mean, it just, it's, it's a trail here. Like Sinbad said, things are going to change around here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they're elected it's the, after the honeymoon, yeah. he's going to wake up and say things are going to change around here. That's but right. What are your thoughts on that with the utilities, gas? Green New Deal. With the Green New Deal, what is your thought on that? What, as far as things going up, things cost more? Yeah. Yes. I mean, people, they don't really understand that. They don't, they think that it's going to be okay. It's going to be a good thing for the earth. They don't really get it until their bill goes up and then they're wondering why. They have no idea. It's like, well, wait a minute. You voted for that. Remember? Remember the Green New Deal? Oh, you thought it was going to be free? 
it, pay for by the rich people no you're gonna pay it and then they're gonna be upset but it's like no it's, it's too late now common man so you're gonna when they say dollar marks things will change <laughs> so if people do the math if there's someone out there listening is really good in math let's say you make fifty thousand dollars a year you're voting for biden because you're going to get Ooh. a tax break well that thousand dollar tax credit mm. how are you going to feel when instead of pulling up the pump and you're paying 30 bucks to fill up your car it's like 75. right exactly exactly people and don't they, yeah they, they don't they don't really think that far out they're just kind of really short-sighted they, they think about things that they make them feel good and they think that are good virtuously but then when they get that bill they're like oh no i don't want it no more so that's kind of how that goes. Hey, you guys have been great, but I got a lot of calls on the line. Thank y'all for calling. Hey, yeah. Thank you. Go for it. Hey, hey, you know the reason Kamala wears boots? The crap is deep around her. You know that. <laughs> and, and the last thing, Anthony, there's a gentleman that passed away that's part that d developed the a Weather Channel, and he disputed all these claims about um, this environmental change that's going on on the Earth. So everybody pay attention to that. Thank you for taking Thank our you. time tonight. Uh -huh. Have a good show, man. Thank you for the call. Appreciate you. Yeah, bro. Bye, Bye. All right. Great call. Great call. You got a few more on the line. All righty. Oh, and before I go any further, y'all go to ablmerch.com. You can get all the hats and everything else that you want. I'm going to release some new merch pretty soon. If you guys want anything specifically, you guys know I design it. My wife designs too. You see her in the chat. Nate Logan, she designs too. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling you out. So we, we designed everything. Um, you can send me an email at contact, contact at anthonybelogan.com. Not at contact. Contact at anthonybelogan.com. Everything's on my website at anthonybelogan.com. Go to the merch website, ABL merch. Get whatever you want right there. If you want new stuff, email me. We'll try to make it happen. All righty. Let's get to some more. And... Unknown caller on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, this is Zachary. All right, man. What's happening? Uh, nothing much. Well, I, I caught the virus, so I've been at home for a few days having to quarantine. But I just wanted to call and let you know that I think, as you guys have been talking about all these, all the, the, the brutality or the shootings and the, and the deaths of all, like Breonna Taylor and stuff, I mean, it's it's it's, it's tragic. I know you guys like to say, oh, she she was... She wasn't there bad and stuff. I, I didn't follow too much, but I think what, what what her family is getting is good. I think that her family deserves it. It's really good. There's a lot of people that I think you should go watch. They're basically like the other side of you, and they're like talking about this stuff, and it'd be a good perspective for you to watch since I watched them okay. and I watched Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on one second. Now, who, who should I watch? Uh, There's this guy named Nico House. He's a veteran. He's a veteran. He's... He was a Tulsi Gabbard surrogate. He's like a, he's like a left wing guy. He's not a Biden supporter, but he's a really good guy. You should probably get him on or have a conversation with him. Like I think that you, Brandon Tatum on this thing that happens Thursday, he should get like someone on the opposite side. You know, get someone that's on the opposite side so they can have a little bit of a discussion. So it's not just four conservatives, you know, talking. You know, that's nice to hear, but you got to get some more different perspective. But him on his Instagram was posting about like Kyle Rittenhouse. Because this man is a huge Second Amendment guy, uh, Nico House is, and he was saying this man shouldn't have had a gun. He wasn't old enough to have a gun. What 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 this man did was terrible, and he was like saying all this stuff. And I was kind of like, oh, this this kind of makes sense. I didn't know he wasn't allowed to have a gun. I didn't know all this information. 
So I thought, oh, that's that's pretty that's a unique perspective to hear from someone, and I thought that that is something you should probably check out. Well, why, why was it terrible that um, he did what he did as far as um, Kyle Rittenhouse? Why was that terrible? Because he he sent a bit he what the guy had said, and I kind of agree with, is that he was going out there trying to provoking people. There was like a protest going on, and he was in like he was trying to just basically provoke people. How was he doing you know? that? How did he do that? Because he was he was going in the middle of the street, people were protesting. If he just was walking on the side of the street, you know, where people were protesting out of people's way, then I could see that like okay, he still shouldn't have had a gun. But I suggest you check him out. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's 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 talk about that for a minute because okay, you're saying that he provoked people. I mean, all I saw him doing was guarding um, an establishment that was in danger of being burned down by the rioters. He wasn't out there antagonizing anybody. He didn't do yeah, anything. I, I mean, so I don't like from like, if we're, if we're judging it based on the footage that we've all seen, then you can't say he was provoking somebody. Now, if there's some kind of unseen footage of him going up to somebody and pointing a gun at him, then that's something different, but he didn't do that. What I saw was he was in front of a building that was in danger of being burned down. And then he was running away from people that were chasing him with weapons, Molotov cocktails, and just chasing them in general. So if he was an antagonizer, yeah. he wouldn't be running away. So no, nah, but but the guy had basically said that I can see why people were attacked. Like I don't think he specifically said I can see why people attacking him, but I could see why he was getting attacked, kind of thing. But he why? Saying, but if if he was saying. if he was just standing there, why would somebody attack him? But because the man, if you're going out there provoking people and you have a gun, wait, 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 no, wait, 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 because we gotta just, we can't say he was provoking somebody if you don't have any evidence of it. Where, where's the evidence of him provoking somebody? Because he was going out to a peaceful protest, a protest that was peaceful, and then he decided, I'm gonna bring a gun, and that's that's a stupid thing. <laughs> wait, wait, you know? wait, wait, hold on. But the guy that got shot in his arm had a gun too, so he was one of the so-called protesters at the peaceful protest. Why did he have I a gun? Because maybe that man was allowed to have. It. I'm not saying he's. Wait, 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 wait. Actually, the guy was not allowed to have it because he was a felon. You can't have a felon. you can't have a gun if you're a felon. So okay. he was not. So wait a minute. But you can't say that he shouldn't have had a gun at the peaceful protest, and the other guy had it and it's fine. If he if he shouldn't have had a gun, and now that you're the, 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 no, nope, no, nope, wait, 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 wait. If Kyle Rittenhouse shouldn't have had a gun at the so-called peaceful protest, then nobody should have had a gun. But obviously they did. That's why he had one to protect himself. Everybody has right to protect themselves. The guy that got shot and as well as Kyle Rittenhouse, you can protect yourself. So you can't say, oh, it's a peaceful protest. You can't protect yourself. Obviously, he needed to protect himself because he was getting, you know, mob all these people. One guy put a gun on him. And actually, the guy on Twitter said that he wanted to actually shoot him and kill him rather than getting shot himself. He put it on Twitter, it screenshots and everything. So, what 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 mean? I don't understand how Cal. I don't I don't understand how Cal was in the wrong at all. Cal well, was in the right. Would you admit that? Because um, I didn't know this until I saw the guy's video and it kind of, and I trust this man because he's a huge Second Amendment guy. He's a veteran. I trust him. His knowledge on this stuff. I didn't know that this. Oh, it's, it's, you know, the Obama phone hung up. It's not my fault. I didn't do it. I didn't hang up on him. I'm serious. You there? No, he's gone. Yeah. But um, what I was saying was that the guy had a gun. The guy that got shot in his arm, his whole bicep and all that good stuff was was down to the to the, to the red meat, looking like a, a prime rib. You understand? Uncooked. That guy had a gun and pointed it. I'm talking about like right here, almost point blank. So what are you going to do? If he didn't have a gun, he would have been dead. You can't say it was you can't say he was provoking if you don't have any evidence of that. Let me get to the next call. 
All right, James, what's going on? Hey, man. Thanks for taking the call. How you been? Hey, no problem. It's getting crazy in the States, man. I'm worried about you guys. Yeah, I mean, you got little pockets of craziness, but where I live, thankfully, is no, is no problems. It's all, it's all peaceful. It's all good. Yeah, is it? Because, I mean, all I watch is CNN. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Did you, uh, I wanted to ask, um, there's something been going around Facebook, and I know nobody's talked about this yet. I didn't know if it was a thing. I didn't know if uh, it was old or what, but some lady went nuts on the airplane and you know, was like talking to the staff. Right? Did you see that? I, I saw that the whole the whole black queen and all. You know, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. hilarious. What is up with this? This whole thing is, um, I mean, it's it's getting out of hand. But it made me just really realize the last couple of weeks as I'm looking at this, thinking there's so much um, angst that's been built up over COVID. Right? Everybody's like getting stressed out and stuff at home. And they don't have any place to put it. And so I think the media is like really playing this up. You got an election year. It happens every four years. I don't know. I just kind of wonder. Uh, somebody had asked earlier, is it going to get worse if Trump gets reelected? And you said, no, I got to disagree. I think it might. I, I mean, it, they're going to really push it. it. It was the same thing going on in 2016. It was it was very similar yeah. because in 2016, there was so much. It, there, were, there were so many things happening with BLM and you know, little race riots. And after the election, there was some of that, but it died off by inauguration time. I think that the, the budgets are going to dry up. There won't be any more Soros money because you lost. You, you, you didn't, you didn't achieve the goal. You didn't meet the expectations. So you're not going to get paid yeah. to go out here anymore. People are getting flung around the country. Okay. I'm like this. How, how can these people in Antifa, they look like they have not had a shower in years how can they afford to be all over the country flying from protest to protest? Hey, that's ad hominem, man. <laughs> but seriously, how can they afford to go, to go to all these protests? Where are they staying? What are they eating? How are they getting from Where Portland, Oregon? It, it, at, that's, that's a good question. Where are they staying? I mean, they're not somebody, living. It, somebody had posted a picture of a bunch of BLM and Antifa buses. Yeah. Like in a parking lot where where people were basically hold up and it was one of those, you know, sports buses. It's like something that you can sleep on or at least sleep comfortably in. I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, I did want to re remind everybody, uh, don't get complacent about this. We have got to vote and vote with, you know, honesty, obviously don't go in and, and, you know, a bunch of Democrats are complaining. Trump tells people in North, I'm from North Carolina. So, uh, well, Tokyo now, I guess. I've been here 20 years. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you get the absentee ballots, ballots and such. But uh, Democrats are complaining that Trump told people to vote more than once. Oh, anyway, vote with honesty. But check out who you're voting for. Did you see the folks in New Hampshire actually voted in because they were just voting line party? This guy, uh, Aria De Demezo or whatever is like a self-proclaimed trans Satanist an anarchist or uh, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that was crazy. Dude, they don't have anybody running to get running like with them on the party. So it's the first time I've ever wanted a Democrat to win. Yeah, that was, that was wow. And then it was like his, his platform is F the police or something crazy. Yeah. 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 And for sheriff, 
Right. Yeah. I mean, that might you might need to do a recall on that one. But hey, like you said, people yeah. just kind of vote party line. They don't understand what's going on, and yeah. just kind of slept slip through that. the cracks. Don't yeah. Do, yeah. Don't do that. No, you're voting for 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 sure. Yeah. Check out the policies. As a matter of fact, if you want policies, just go look for. If you want to destroy uh, Kamala Harris, just post a list of policies and things that she stood for and things that she didn't allow when she was, you know, in office in in California. Holy smokes, man! Right. As like, yeah, Tulsi Gabbard uh, really called her out on that. That was amusing. Everybody, go back and watch that again because <laughs> that's just good entertainment. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey man, I'll, I'll let you get to it. You got a lot of people waiting. This is uh, it's always good. Thanks for taking my call. And thank you for the call, Stay man. Safe. Oh, no problem. Yeah, we'll man. do. Oh, by the way, Ben Shapiro is moving out your way. Yeah, I saw that going to Nashville. I mean, and yeah. it's not not it's not only him, but his whole company. Seventy five jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy five people. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I started wondering. Well, I'm, you know, I'd like to move close to home. I wonder if he's hiring. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for talk to you later. All right, now. Yeah, man. Be good. All right, shout out to the caller. Yes. Uh, ben Shapiro is moving to Nashville, Tennessee. The whole Daily Wire, the whole operation, everybody, 75 people. That's a big, that's a big little staff right there. 75 people. He got a whole little uh whole little operation happening. All going to Nashville because of how crazy California is. Now, I've said it once and I've said it again. Please do not move here and turn Tennessee into a mini California. Please don't do it. Our right, call you online, we're speaking to 617. Yeah, this is Ivan, man. <laughs> what's going on, man? Everything's good, man. What's happening? Hey, do you watch the town hall meeting with the President Trump interacting with the uh, voters, some of the voters that voted for him in 2016? I'm so undecided voters. I saw some of it, but not all of it. Uh, why you didn't post a video? I was expecting to watch a video from you on that. Well, you I, I, didn't, I didn't see all of it, so I didn't, you know. Oh, oh so you didn't see when... Um, when he was asked uh, why why he doesn't wear a mask, do you, do you, do you didn't pick any other stuff? Or you didn't? I didn't see that. What happened? Uh, you didn't see uh, Alicia Blake. She's one of the voters that she voted for him in 2016. I think she voted for him. I'm not sure. But then she asked him a question about she having a certain precondition that she was born with it. And then she asked Trump what she's planning to do about people, those who are with a certain precondition. Do you, I mean, I, I, I think you're a Trump supporter. I think you should oppose that in your videos because this is an important event. So what happened? You're not, you're not telling me anything. Like, what, what did he say? No, no, I don't have to tell you. That's your, your job. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I didn't see it. Like, why, why would you bring it up and then not tell me what was going on? Do you know what's going on? Do you know what happened? I, I, I know it, 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 well, it, was pretty, it was pretty damaging. It was, just say, know, just it, give you your opinion and stop beating well, around the bush. Let, let, no, it's not my opinion. This is a fact. Well, uh, Alicia Blake asked Trump, well, she was born with a set of preconditions. She asked the president what she planned to do about that. The president responded that he already caught protecting people with certain preconditions when it's not true because he already dismantled Obamacare. So it's not true. So then he said that... What? I mean, no, that, that doesn't mean that he won't have anything with the uh, persistent conditions. All, all he did was just remove the individual mandate. No, he dismantled the whole thing. No, it's he not. Dismantled the, 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 no, like I say, no, 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 no. I'm going to just talk. You're going to be quiet. He did not dismantle Obamacare. He tried to, but, you know, John McCain... Uh, spiked that whole thing. All he did was remove the individual mandate. But healthcare.gov is still you can you can get a plan right now. Well, not right now. You got to get it in the um 
in the actual window or if you got like, if you get married or something like that, you can get it right now but healthcare.gov is still there obamacare is still there there's no individual mandate that's it we're trying to remove it and repeal it but that's not happened yet but so you know what when i talk nobody can hear you talk and i can't either so i i can't even really hear anything that's going on but let's you get the floor now so you don't know what's going on you know that insurance company right now they could deny you care and they could drop you and they don't have to accept you you have an assistant preconditions you could figure out google it go out about and do your so so when when, when did that happen when when did that change happen happening now now no 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 if there was something in obamacare that says you cannot be dropped because i'm going to i'm going to keep i'm going to keep talking you got to just be quiet let me hear let me get the question off if there was a thing under obamacare that says you cannot be dropped for a a condition and there's not now when did that change is it's, it's already in the in the, and the, the question was the question was when did it change you said that it got dismantled and you can get dropped if you have a, you have a condition already when did that change from when you could not get dropped where you can't get dropped when did it get changed what happened now what happened is now that states the states like new york new jersey like you're not answering sir you're not you know listen you're not answering the question the question was very simple you got to be quiet you got to be quiet the question was when did it change i'm not asking you about states Montel, okay, okay so done. like when no like obamacare is done it's finished <laughs> so it's done it's gone, gone. So, okay what happened is what happened is right now states are are not allowing insurance companies to have uh people with a certain preconditions being denial and being dropped that's different but that's at the state level federal level gone okay now you gotta so, give me so I, let, I gotta let, go let do let some research on that one i'm not i've not i've never heard about that one being dropped what? But you can't overtalk me though, so I need you to be quiet. I'm gonna just mute you. I've not heard that one yet though, so I'm gonna go look it up and see what's going on. So we'll, we'll see. But go ahead. Let me move on. Okay. So and then one one of the things that you mentioned earlier in your show, you were saying that oh that when Trump told uh, the NFL players and the athletes that they could they could send a list of people or the names that have been in jail. Or nah, I, nah. Or get it right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Get it right. I didn't say anything about athletes. I said anybody. If anybody, any, I said anybody. But it was meant to the athletes. That's what. No, the, no, no. You're wrong. Incorrect. Because to, Incorrect. No, that was because I mean, what, what, what is Kim Kardashian? Is she an athlete? Is, is Kanye? Is Kanye athlete? athlete? Is Kanye influencers? The research. So, 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 who was it? Was it? Was it athletes? Was it athletes? Influencers, singers, rappers, business people? Who was it? I'm trying to figure out what's going on. So, like, get your lie right. But do you know why they didn't go? Why they didn't go to the White House? Why they didn't meet, they didn't want to meet with him? Why they didn't send the list? Do you but, know why? Because they didn't want to. No, because he called he called the NFL players son of a bitches. You remember when he told him <laughs> that? No, uh, you're talking about Colin Kaepernick, not NFL uh, players. No, 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 no. He told all those who are kneeling. Remember when he said, "Oh, uh, I would like to see one of the FNL owners when <laughs> you see one of these NFL players." Uh, uh, kneeling down, respecting the fact, get those send my bitches off the field. Remember when he said that? <laughs> you talking about Colin Kaepernick. First of all, you're talking about Colin Kaepernick. Second of all, he was no, not talking. No. First of all, you're talking about Colin Kaepernick. Second of all, he was not talking about athletes coming to the White House with a list. He said to anybody, if you got a list of people that you want to get free, let me know. Let's let's make something happen. You know, Kim Kardashian has freed several people. And with the help of the White House, she's been very successful. She's not an athlete. 
or a singer. She just happens to be a celebrity. So you're wrong. He was talking about celebrities, but he insulted. So is he it athletes or celebrities? Which one? But he insulted. Is it is it football players? Is it football players or athletes? Which one? Calling, he calling SOP. So the, the yes or no? Wait, what's the question? Is, is, is that something appropriate for a president of the United States to call them like that because they nearly and they disagree with you? Hey, it's how fine. You, how this president expect people to come united when he, he does things like that? And this is not nothing new. It's, it's, it's fine. It's fine with it's you? It's fine. Wow. But see, but see, the thing about it is, you I don't, I don't, but hold, wait, 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 wait. See, the thing about it is, I don't even curse. You cursed on my show, although I said you can't curse on my show, and I didn't say nothing about it. Normally, I say you can't cuss. I don't curse, but you curse, so I think that you shouldn't be cursing. I don't think anybody should curse. I'm not going to be all triggered and butthurt over it like you are. You're mad about the cussing, but you over here cussing where you can't cuss. So stop all this, you know, this fake outrage. Okay, so, so you don't curse, but you support somebody that curse. Nah, I'm saying I don't. I don't really trip. I don't really. I'm not even really you, mad. I'm not even really mad. You're on my show, but you can't curse cursing. I'm not mad at you. So why would why would I be mad at Trump? So Trump is okay that I can't say that. Why not? I didn't say he can't. So you're not listening. So matter of fact, have a nice day. All right, that's enough for Ivan tonight. Let's get to the next call. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't curse. I don't use that kind of language personally. But if you curse, I'm not necessarily upset. Now, I will say, don't curse on the show or in the chat because this ain't that kind of party. This is a family show, but I'm not going to be so triggered and butthurt to the point where I won't even come deal with you. I don't care if somebody cuss like Popeye. You, you, you cuss like a sailor that's in the water right now, okay? They smoke Newports, they smoke uh, Virginia Slims, Cools, no filter on it. I don't care. If you are telling me, hey, send me those people that you want to get free from the penitentiary and I'll work on it. We'll see what we can do. And I got a loved one in there. I'm going to go do it. I'm not going to be so sure. Go, oh, he cursing. So what? If somebody's in jail, they can come home. I don't think they're going to be like, hey, man, don't free me because Trump was cursing. All right, Valentine, what's happening, man? Hey, Ivan. Hey, I mean, I mean, LBL, how are you doing? This is Ivan. <laughs> hey, 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 LBL, did you see the massive caravan in Nevada for Biden Harris Latino? Did you see that massive caravan? I, I, I did not. I did not. <laughs> five cars. We took five cars. Five cars. Five caravan. We are going to kill it in November. That's, that's, that's like one household. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan, don't kill me, man. We're just joking here, man. Don't take it that serious, man. We just, can we all get along? It's just joking, man. It's just joking. How you doing today, Abio? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. All right, all right. Um, yo, man, that... Two or three callers before um, Yvonne, the guy talking about um, Kyle um, Rittenhouse, man. I don't understand. He gives the benefit of the doubt to everybody that was involved, the guy with the gun that was ready to execute him. Everybody was involved, but yet him, they don't give him the benefit of the doubt. They don't give Kyle the benefit of the doubt. I just don't understand. Yeah, I feel like they got just a bias towards certain people it's like you're not really on the left you're not really on the right you're kind of on the left still and you better give them the benefit of the doubt i look at a situation for what it is and i just kind of analyze it and i put my political opinion to the side i'm looking at cal rittenhouse he's running away with a gun in his hand not trying to engage not trying to be involved there was an interview that daily caller did with him before the shooting he said hey i'm out here for good i got a med kit Nice. And there, there was video of him actually helping people. And a guy that cleaning he's... Cleaning up graffiti. Cleaning up graffiti, all of that. It's like, 
I don't see how this guy can be antagonistic at all. I have the evidence right in front of me. I, don't, I just don't see it. It doesn't make any sense to say that he was antagonistic. Me either at all whatsoever. And the funny thing is that they, then they claim, no, he was not supposed to be there. Damn, last time I checked, I thought this was America. I mean, they could be anywhere you want. I mean, who decides where you're supposed to be, where or not? Me personally, and this is just me, Valentine, I wouldn't have been, been there because I got more to lose, right? I got a family, I got all that. I got to stay home. I would have been home. I would have been worrying about that. But you cannot tell an American citizen, oh, you can't be here, you can't be there. Says who? I mean... But again, this is the left. They they decide what's right and what's wrong. Switching topics here a little bit. Yo, what do you think about you think LeBron James is gonna pay up um to um <laughs> LA County Sheriff Alex Villanueva when he asked him about the uh, uh putting up half of the reward to find the, the shooter of the two uh cops? You think he's gonna pay up? Um, I don't think so. It's possible that he might, but I don't think so because the main reason is that it uh it'll kinda kill this whole BLM narrative. You know, about unarmed black men getting shot by police. Now, if you got the police getting shot by black male, oh, now that, that kind of kills the whole thing. Now it's going to ruin his image. You know, people are not going to watch the show anymore. They might not go watch Space Jam. That might be, <laughs> you know, that might hurt his yeah. business. So he doesn't want to do anything like that. Although he probably should. He's an L.A. Laker. That been right there in L.A. County in Compton. Yeah. He maybe should or at least say something about it on social media. At least, you know, post, post a reward link and say, hey, if anybody knows anything, you know, turn them in. But he won't do that. No, I don't. I don't think he's gonna do it either. Again, because it's an agenda. It's a, that they're. It's not justice. It has nothing to do with justice. It has something to further our narratives. LeBron James ain't gonna do none of that stuff, man. It's in, in, in crazy. Yo, I was, and you touched a little bit on it before doing the show. I, I, I just watched these protests, right? Protests everywhere, like what I what I call insta protests, right? Just instantly, like literally hours passing. There's literally protests. For example, the one that we saw in Lancaster, when you got the guy with the knife and the cops get shot. I guess people thought they were just gonna cut him up a salad and serve it up to the cops or something. <laughs> so they 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 shoot him up, right? They kill him, and then you get protests hours later. Remember the one, uh, uh, the last protest in the last riot in in uh, Minneapolis where the guy committed suicide. And there were protests, right? Instantly, yeah. like within hours. And there, it's just like like that. And anywhere in the United States, like anywhere, Buffalo, New York, L.A., extremes, everywhere, like extreme Georgia, Atlanta, all over the country. The, my question to you is, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a realist. But I see that there's dark money. Seems like there's dark money financing this stuff. George Soros, does that... Is there a link, in your opinion? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's clear. I mean, it's not even something that is a secret. He has this whole big... How? Huh? How? I mean, I think the name of the... I can't remember the name of the foundation, but there's, there's a foundation uh, out open there. Open Society. Open Society Foundation. Yeah, and you can you can go out there. You can you can see where the money is going. It's not even a secret. It's out there. It's, it's a thing that's well known. He funds... George Soros funds elections. He also funds some of the, the so-called protests, like for some of these organizations, like if the Open Society Foundation grants BLM some money, where is that money going? Where, where is actual BLM money going? It's not all just going towards the founders. Where is it going? It's going towards operations, expenses. You got a whole protest and they all have these really well-made handcrafted signs oh, or not handcrafted, um, a very well-made printed uh, big, glossy. Now, I used to work in print. I know how much this stuff costs. Are you going to do it on the mm -hmm. mass scale? This is thousands of dollars just for the signs alone. And also for the travel of these people, these buses, bus wraps, all of that stuff. So, 
lot of the money you're being spent on, oh, like especially, I think Kim Fox in Chicago has a direct link to George Soros in the, in the, in the foundation. And Kim Fox is the one that let Juicy Smoy off yeah. the hook. So, yeah. I mean, we can just trace it right back to the source. This is a big problem. The dark money, the, the, the financiers that want to see things go their way are putting mm -hmm. money behind it to make it so. Same thing with AOC. AOC was funded by like a pack like that. She was funded by Chank from Young Turks and their group and some other groups. You know, she didn't just happen to win that seat by no reason. There was this whole big uh, millions of dollars put behind her to win. Yeah, even though with AOC, there was a low election turnout. Um, so I, I guess, or actually, and, and the guy who was running, he didn't even show up to the base. So I guess he had it in the bag and they, they, they just took advantage of that. And at the end of the day, it worked out for their favor. Yo, let me and, and, um, just switch it up a little bit here. You are a, a, a you're, you're married, right? You got married. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, Cardi B. And we saw the I don't wish harm on anybody and a divorce is horrible for everybody, for the, the people involved. And now even worse, where there's a is a child involved. I, I dislike and I detest hate whatever word you want to put in there. What she does, I think she's one of the worst uh, human beings in, in the case of her uh, debauchery that she gives out to the world and the way that she uh, objectifies women and, and all this money and all these things. She's bragging about this about her WAP and about that she's a bad this and that how she doesn't she doesn't wash dishes she doesn't do and she doesn't cook she doesn't do any other stuff yet we have a clear failure of her marriage to you that brand that is a brand new uh newlywed right yeah how do you find that person how do you find that person that is really gonna be down for you and that's really how, how do you how do you take that person me, me, like not to be uh, like looking at you or you at her, same thing with, with what the woman can provide and, and looking actually more as a as a soulmate and as a friend. Abio, what do you tell us? Wow, that's a deep question. Like basically hey, you're saying, <laughs> like, uh -huh. how do you find that person? How do you know that they're yeah. right for you? Well, how do you know? Yeah. How do you know that they're not in interested in you because of the money that you want a partner for life, not for three years or whatever it is? Well, that can be hard if you have money. Like if you're like a celebrity or something like that and you meet somebody, that can be really hard because you got a lot of these uh, women out there that are kind of like professional at this. They do this for a living. Like you wonder how are these guys, multimillionaires, getting with these women that are crazy and take yeah. the kids in the car because they're professional. They do this for a living. Robin Givens is a, a, a prime example. Robin Givens was trained by her mother to come in there and be professional. She was married to Mike Tyson for a little while, a, a very small mm -hmm. amount of time, but she got a big payout. Mm -hmm. It was multi-million dollar payout because she and, was- And I heard, I'm sorry to cut you off, and I heard that there's no prenuptial in, in with Cardi B and Offset either, so that that might be a problem. Yeah, but see, the, the, the thing is that they both got money, so I mean, and, and she still, she, I don't know, that might be a situation where that might ruin his finances, but if, if there's, it won't be anything to where they, they lose. If it was like, okay, you gotta give half, I mean, it would still be okay. And I don't think the judge would do that. But as far as trying to find somebody that's right for you, it can be hard if you're already how did you find? How did you find Miss ABO? What were the, some of the things that you, you... Because you get married to be with that person for life. How did you... What were some of the things that she had to feel? feel? Um, for, let me give you some of mine, right? For example, right. my wife had to be, I, I wanted my wife to be uh, a homegirl, meaning that she she came from a good family. Um, 
and that she had a, a good upbringing, right? I want to know how 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 was how much she was interested in me and not what I could produce for her or anything like that. And what basically what type of morals? The, and this is a big one actually. The fact that my then I'm I'm fully Christian now, but when I met my wife, I was not. So the fact that my wife did not give me any sex before marriage to me was a plus. Right. So I, I mean things like that that they. And you don't see nowadays this this courtship that the man has to do with the girl to court her and to be able to, you know, and the, and the girl staying true and be like, no, if you want this, you gonna put a ring on me or not even a ring because my wife we bought some of the cheapest ring, but if you want this, you gotta make sure it's one hundred percent serious. Right. Yeah. Now, without getting too personal, um, yeah. the, the main thing is. I, I put myself out there as myself totally. A lot of guys try yeah. to like pretend to be somebody that they're not. I put myself out there totally. I make myself be somebody and then I attracted her. And then we, we found each other through that. Mm -hmm. And um the, the the main thing is 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 a friendship. You gotta like the person, you gotta be able to talk to them, you gotta be on the same page about things. I think Chris Rock said it. It was like if wife if wife's on crack, you got to be on crack too, or it ain't gonna work. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so you got to be on the same page. It's, I get it. I get same, it. The same the page. Same you you gotta you gotta have things in common. You can't. You're not gonna be the same person, obviously, but you got to have things in common. Like if she's a liberal, it ain't gonna work because I'm super conservative and I'm a political person. She's she's conservative just like me, so it we we match. We're a match, although we're different. We're, we we match. We got a lot of things in common. So that's that's the main thing you, you got to be able to have. If you don't have that, it's going to be a rocky road. And if you got money, beware, because you got a lot of women that will come at you. They're professional and they're going to try to get that that weak opening and get you hemmed up, just like uh, Rob Kardashian and Black China. But that's a different story. And I, I'm out of time. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate you. And Yvonne, we love you, man. We love you, man. Right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate Take you, care, brother. All right Peace. now. All right, shout out to The Valentine Show on YouTube. Again, The Valentine Show. <laughs> no, we're not on crack. We don't do drugs or drink. We, 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 don't, we don't drink or do drugs. We don't do none of that. Okay. See, you're asking all these personal questions. Yeah, she, she has a nice ring. You know, my ring, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I'm not the guy that really wears jewelry. I don't have any jewelry. I got my, I got this ring here and I got like a, um, I usually wear my um, my silicon one because it's comfortable and I'm not really worried about losing it or nothing like that. But most I have is like a little Timex watch and that's it. I don't like how I dress right now. This is the way you see me all the time. I mean, if I got if I got to go to an event like a, a political thing, I put a suit on. Or if I got an appearance on TV, I put a suit on. But for the most part, I'm like this, you know. All right, let's get to the next call. Seven six oh, you're in a line. I'm speaking to. Seven six oh, hello. Hey ABL, uh, this is Matthias. Um, I wanted to talk about the Kyle Rittenhouse situation. All right, and, go for it. Um, I, just, I just think it's, I, I think it's a, uh, not the smartest decision to, be open, open caring, just in the sense that, uh, you know, somebody could come and provoke you and and uh and do something to you and you shoot them boom you just you just got a, a life sentence depending on where you're at and i feel i feel that he was really trying to stop 
them burning down uh, uh, that uh, a car. And I know that guy was a, a convicted sex offender. And I, I think that that guy deserved to die because he forfeited his his right to live once he started chasing that guy with an AR. Like, what are you thinking when, when you're chasing somebody down that has a, a gun? Like, obviously they were going to beat him. They, we, we, all, we all know about how Antifa and BLM, they, they'll gang up on people. I see videos like that. And uh, I think that Kyle Rittenhouse shouldn't have gone there and he put himself in a really bad situation but hold on call it did you call in did you call in earlier yes i have i've called in early not today but okay i I did okay well i mean the thing is he was out there to protect the business that was in danger of being burned down and you open carry as a deterrent so if you got i don't know 50 people out there trying to burn something down and then they see you with your gun and they can visibly see you they're not they're less likely to approach you. So it's, it's a deterrent to keep them off of you and away from the building. It's like, it's like a police officer or a security guard or something like that. Where there's no yeah. police, where there's a security guard, you can go out there and you can be the security as a citizen. So, you know, that's not really a thing that's uh, bad to do. I think it's something that was good to do as far as setting up for your community and being the protector. And also he was there with the first aid kit that was visible and out there. So if anybody got hurt in the riot, he come to their aid. As a matter of fact, the guy that he shot at first, he was trying to help. He was trying to render him some aid until they got mobbed by people and he had to run away. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that. I uh, I thought he was trying to stop a, a, a fire being lit on a car. But um, yeah, I don't think Kyle Rittenhouse was, was there for any bad intentions. I think he was there to, you know, protect the city and stuff and, like I saw all the videos of him, you know, trying to clean up the city and help people out. And I think that he was a good person. And I feel like he's a being, especially the censorship going on about him. I feel like that's really messed up. I, I know they got rid of his GoFundMe. And uh, I, I think the left is really, I, I think they're behind this for the most part. I know they're funding it, but I think that they actually control it as well. I think they uh, send people out they um i think they're they're causing all of this and i like what trump said in, in the town hall last night about how when uh i forgot the speaker but they they asked him about how uh, how he's going to like um do better on the policing and he and he said that he's doing really good in the policing except for the democratic states which is really true like portland and california and, and new york what are your thoughts on that Thoughts on what now? Like, what what are your thoughts on Trump saying that uh, he's he's doing good on policing every uh, state except for the uh, Democratic ones? Well, it's the truth because they're not allowing him to come in there with the federals. Like, prime example is Portland, Oregon. He offered to send in the feds to stop all the violence. But Ted Wheeler says, no, we don't want you here wrote him a letter and everything. So it was like, what can he do in that situation? He does well where he's allowed to do well. If they're not allowing him to come in, if they're not, you know, pushing the button and say, hey, bring in the federal agents, then all he can do is invoke the Insurrection Act. And that's a whole big can of worms right there. They'll say, oh, Trump's a dictator. 
He's sending the using military against American citizens. That'd be a whole big mess. So the local governments have to cooperate with the federal government to make things happen. So what he's saying is true. It's a fact. Yeah. And uh, another thing, uh, Joe Biden, like, I want to, if, if he was president, you know, he wouldn't do that town hall. Like if, if he would, he would have a, a brain fart and, and start <laughs> ram about his freaking grandchildren and get the number wrong. He would, I just think it's so terrible. Like it, it would be like what Trump did, I think was he went in, it would be like Biden going to, to uh, Fox News and doing doing an interview. And I feel like Trump doesn't get the, the enough um, recognition for what he does for for the for the right. And, you know, that's that's where I want to leave off uh, Trump 2020. Have a good night, ABL. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Shout out to the call. The great call. Let's get to the next one here. Five eight five. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Yes, this is Antoine. All right, Antoine. What's going on? How you doing today? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. All right. So I am uh, from Rochester, New York. Oh so man. I, I just want to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the other day we just had more riots, and I actually was like living i live right by where they were like i walked out to go to work and you could hear the riots right outside wow Um, yeah and then yesterday the mayor just fired the chief of police uh i don't know if you heard he he resigned at first and and so he was going to give it the rest of the month until uh, he was going to fully resign and she ended up firing him yeah, he, he actually retired. He was going to retire at the end of the month. And then yeah. now my thing is, OK, did you do that out of spite? Because if he was going to retire, was he going to get a pension? I'm not sure. He didn't. He'd been there 20 years. So if she fires him, does the pension go away? That's my that's my immediate thought. And that, that might have been a spiteful thing. Yeah, that might have been a spiteful thing if she basically spiked his retirement. He, he agreed to stay on until the end of the month just to help out with all the riots and whatnot. And then she just decided to go ahead and fire him to remove the pension option. Yeah. And that, that's when, when my wife told me, when I was just like, man, if that if that's the case, that's a real uh, messed up thing right there. To, to fire him knowing that he would lose his pension. Uh, and then an, an email, I don't know if the email's real, um, but there was an email because she's saying that she didn't know anything about it. That this email showing that she she knew about what happened with Prude uh, back in on March in March when it happened. Which is just yeah crazy. It, it is crazy, absolutely. So I, I just uh, yeah I, I've heard you do stuff on uh what's going on here and uh officer tatum and so i i just i love watching you guys and i i actually have a shirt idea for you and officer tatum uh and it, it basically would say like blm support the lives not the movement and, and uh i just because this movement 
is, and I try telling everybody that I come in contact with how just evil it is. Uh, and the communist uh, aspect behind it, uh, how they want to destroy the family. And so, yeah, you guys are doing awesome work. And, uh, yeah, keep it up. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yes, sir. Have a good night. All right, great call. Let's get to a few more here. Number to call, 434-658-1220. If you want to get in through Skype, there's an email for that through this link in the description box below. And let's go to the next one. 502, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Amy. All righty, what's going on? Not a whole lot. I cannot believe I am talking to you. Well, I'm glad you got through. Um, Oh, really? I just, I don't know. Uh, I... Just wanted to get on here and say I think we're in wartime. As far as like a civil war? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it a race war because, you know, it's everybody on each side. But uh yeah, I would I would definitely say we're we're in a war. And I, I wouldn't the reason why I said I wouldn't call it a civil war is because it's I think it's a world war. Okay. So like who were the combatants in the world war? I'm sorry, what? Like, who are the combatants? Who's fighting? Like, who's fighting who? Um, well, I mean, it's pretty much everybody, isn't it? I, I mean, I don't really know. I like, think... I, I feel like there's no... I feel like there's no peace left. Like, everybody... Like, I feel like everybody's just fighting. Mm. Well, I mean, I don't know. I think there's some conflicts happening all over the world, like there always is. But I think... We have some issues here in America that we're dealing with, but I think that it's all politically related. And once we get past the politics, you know, meaning the election, I think it'll pretty much die off. That's just my opinion, because it was the same thing going on in 2016 during the election. Uh, I feel like I feel like it's different this time. They're just like blatantly just telling us it's going to be it's going to be chaos. And I feel like. Even if Trump wins, which he's going to, I feel like they're going to ramp it up and it's going to be a lot worse than what we see now. Mm-hmm. I yeah. hope it don't happen. I, nah. I hope I'm, I hope my feelings wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I think it was very similar to 2016. When the election was over with, the, the objective was lost. The other side lost. So there was no more budget for all these rioters because I feel like a lot of this stuff is being egged on by, by, by outside money. And once the yeah. election is over with, then there's no need to do it anymore because you'll see some, you see these people, the Black Lives Matter, Antifa, they'll be all over the country. And then the question is, how does a person that barely showers, has no job, during the virus especially, how do they get all over the country and do these so-called protests? They're being funded. But what's the point in funding mm-hmm. them when there's no... There's no objective to meet when the election is done, you know. Well, I I think they're being funded by people, I guess, you know, people call them the Illuminati. I call them the New World Order. I feel mm. like they're being funded by all, like, really wicked people, and they're all really wit- rich. Yeah, maybe so. I hope I'm wrong, though. But uh, I just I don't know, man. I'm 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 just glad I got on here and got to talk to you because you're you're 
you keep me going, man. I watch your videos, and it just drives me and pushes me. And I go out there. I'm 125 pounds. I go flag waving by myself. Oh, wow. You're brave. You're brave to do it. I'm glad you're out there doing it for sure. I got, um, I, I got a YouTube channel, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what, give me, give, I, give it, you know, uh, shout, shout out channel out. What is it? Uh, what is your channel? Uh, Deplorable007. All righty. I'll check it out. Uh, no problem. I, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Just keep doing what you're doing, man. We we got your back. We love you. Well, thank you for the call and your support. Definitely appreciate you. All right. The last thing I want to say is it is it is about race, the human race. There it is. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Thank you. Amen. All right. Shout out to the caller. So her channel is Deplorable007. I'll put a link right there in the chat. Anybody that calls, and if you got a channel, I'll, I'll post it. It's all good. All right. Yeah, stay safe out there because you, you got some lunatics, some nut jobs. But we got a lot of brave people on our side. I met somebody when I was in D.C. the second time. Small little lady with the Trump gear on, fearless. <laughs> I was like, hey, you guys are brave. 702, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, this is Claudia. All righty, what's going on? Oh, not too bad. I, I just want to say something in regards to, um, you know, when President Trump first started with uh, his campaign, um, I, I, you know, he was talking about uh, the illegals, the illegals, how they're all bad and whatnot. But, you know, I, I don't agree with this. I completely am for Trump. I myself am illegal. I've been illegal in the United States for about 30 years now. I uh, came into the United States when I was nine years old. This was around, sorry, I'm a little bit nervous. It's all good. This was around the time um, when Bill Clinton was in uh, presidency. My mom ended up getting her uh, papers through his amnesty program. And the thing is that, or the, my big problem is, is that she applied for herself and uh, she left my brother and me behind, basically, not applying for us. The United States knew on her application that she was petitioning just for herself, and she had two underage kids at the time that uh, were illegal, but they still allowed her to get her, uh, um, what was it, like a working visa or something like that. Mm -hmm. So my, my thing is that I, I find it extremely offensive how people are trying to say that, you know, they shouldn't, that President Trump shouldn't be saying this about the illegals. I'm not saying that they're all rapists or anything like that. But my point is that, you know, this needs to stop with the whole, I'm still illegal, like I said, 30 years later. I mean, I don't think it's fair. The, the, the system itself needs to be fixed, and it hasn't been fixed. So I, I personally am for this man. I think that he is doing good things for this country. Not that I'm trying to say that, you know, people shouldn't be in this country illegally. I get it. People are trying to look for better ways for themselves. But if you're leaving your kids behind, how, how is that you making yourself better for you and your children? It's not. You know what I mean? I personally think that Trump needs to win this election again and he needs to just keep fixing the country because it's not fair for kids to keep coming here and be left the way that i have been left i don't think that's right and i think people need to start realizing the damage that this country or the democrats have been doing 
to this country for many, many years. I mean, for a very long time. You know, I, I, I thank you very much for allowing me to say something in regards to this. But it just breaks my heart how people just keep looking at the situation like, oh, they're just here to make themselves a better life. I haven't been able to. I haven't. You know, my mom has. She became a citizen. But me, no, I'm still in the same you know, poop situation. And I think people need to start realizing that we do need a, a better America. We do. We really do. And I, I want to thank you for your time. That's all I need to say. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Okay, bye-bye. All right, shout out to the caller. Yeah, I mean, that, that can be rough. Um, Come over here legally, do everything right. That That should be what we focus on because... A lot of kids, you know, it's crazy because the left talk about, oh, Trump wants to snatch the kids from the parents at the border, separating families. What about the mothers and the fathers that leave their kids behind or drug them over here knowing they're illegal and just kind of don't really care about them or kind of leave them in the lurch? You see what I'm saying? Like, we don't talk about that part of it. Do we talk about what Trump does and how Trump is wrong? But what about those that come over here? These are adults a lot of times. They have agency over themselves. They can do the right thing or the wrong thing. You paying coyotes to get in. You're leaving your kids. You're not doing the right thing by yourself or your children. Let's talk about that part rather than trying to talk about what Trump is doing wrong. Talk about responsible people or really people that are not responsible doing the wrong thing. But I digress. 828, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, this is Janie from North Carolina. How are you? Everything's good. Can't complain about yourself. All doing well. It's been a long time since I've been on. You're a busy man, but I do appreciate you. But uh, tonight I was going to ask you about, uh, I was reading an article about sedition, about Trump uh, actually charging people with sedition, the BLM, the protesters, which is, you know, to overthrow the government. And I think I even heard William Barr mention it, too. But, you know, they were saying that if you're charged with sedition and you're a politician, you automatically have to give up your seat. Uh, it could even cause uh, you to have less electoral votes. So I really hope he takes that on. And then the next thing I was going to uh, comment on was about all the wildfires out there in California. And, that, you know... I guess environmentalists are saying that it's climate change, of course, not, you know, BLM people with uh, fire cans or gas cans walking around. But it's crazy how none of these fires have crossed over to Canada. If it was climate change, you know, Canada has the same weather that we do. So, and... The thing that bothers me about the BLM people, what have they done for anybody except for destroying? I have not heard of them helping not one black family or any family or any community. All they've done is tear up communities. So, you know, all these people that are out there, I wonder if they never ask themselves, is why are we doing this? If black lives matter then why aren't we helping black lives? That many people could go into a community and really do some good as far as cleaning it up, you know, help 
you know, just help people. But that was all I really had to comment on. Uh, I had some stuff wrote down, and, and I got nervous, you know, and lost my place. And it, I really do appreciate what you do. I hope everybody goes out and, and votes. I'm a, a Trump supporter all the way. And I love your show, and congratulations on getting married. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. All right. You take care. I know. Bye-bye. All right. Great call. Great call as always. I got a few more I'm going to get to here. Three zero. Uh-oh. I was a little bit too slow to the trigger. All right, call. Who am I speaking to? 757? Yeah. Hi. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Can't complain. Well, great. I have some information. Hold on here. Let me try to get it. Can you hear me okay? I hear you well, yes. Okay. I was uh, listening to Dan Bongino. I'm on YouTube this morning. And he has some information. Carla, are, are you covering your speaker? Kinda, it's kinda, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. As far as who's paying for this stuff. Okay. Um, now, the names of these groups, like the um, Election Integrity Project, sounds wonderful, but so does Southern Poverty Law Center, and they don't help anyone that's in the South and is poor and needs help, legal help. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, um, apparently a woman by the name of Rosa Brooks... Um, is with, uh, let's see, the uh, transition, election transition integrity project. Um, she's a billionaire, and there's also a group called the Billionaire Backers of the Insurrection. Mm. Um, so I just want to let you know, Dan Bongino, his YouTube, um, he, he puts one out every day. And today, um, he can be a little boisterous for me personally. Yeah. But for some reason, for some reason, I went ahead and said, okay, let's just get through it and see what he has to say. So um, I went ahead and listened to it, and he did have some news clips, which he doesn't usually do too much of that. And then he had pictures, which I just read off of, and I couldn't remember the woman's name. But um, in any event, it's like this one company that Rosa Brooks is um, openly in is connected to another one, which George Soros is connected to, which is connected to another one. So, you know, it's like they can all pass the buck. They can't. It's like money laundering or something. You know, it's like they can't. You can't really pin down where the money's coming from because it starts out so far, far away that by the time it reaches these people in the street to buy bricks and, you know, pallets of frozen water bottles and all this to, you know, do damage to the, the city streets, um, you know, you just you can't really find out who paid for it. But I think it would be worth your while, um, even if you're not big on the Bongino, you know, fan group. Uh, but give it a give it a look. 
look at some of the, the printouts that he put up there for you to look at. Very, very damning and, and interesting. And I just want to say here in the 757 of Virginia Beach, Virginia, we had BLM come uh, walk up and down our, our street on Atlantic Avenue, which borders our Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm from I there, have, you know, I'm from there. So I, I saw that, and the, and that guy that's doing that, I know him, Jafari. I remember him from back in the day doing the parties. The guy with like all the all the big hair and dreads and afro. I know what that is. So I know kind of like what's okay. going on there. Yeah. So you're a homeboy. <laughs> yeah, like I, I um I grew up in Portsmouth and Chesapeake. Yep, I got friends in both both cities. Yep, yep. Um, and um, but I got to tell you, they were here. I have several friends that are uh, beach police, FBI. Okay. Um, thank God, um, two female friends that are FBI have recently retired. Thank God. Um, beach police officers have, uh, you know, one man, uh, he happens to be black, my dear friend, he thought he was witnessing a most historic moment. He was, you know, cold chills watching the silent uh, marching down our street. And just just when he thought, you know, I'm, I'm going to have something really great to tell my children and my grandchildren about, they broke out the, the bricks and started throwing them, throwing at them. And he ended up with a cut and a concussion and, you know, it wreaked havoc. Now, there was a little bit better control, I think, the last time they were here. But now I see they also were approved for another city permit to have a peaceful protest on uh, September 19th. And this is where they, they call this one um, shut, shutting it down, shut down. The seven five seven. Where are they going next? Is, like, where, where's, where's, where's gonna be the location? They'll they'll probably go right back where they've been, which is um, Atlantic Avenue at the oceanfront. Oh, oceanfront. Okay. Yeah. You know, so we, you know, it's like I have an uncle that is an artist, and he used to every year we have an art show, Boardwalk Art Show, and artists from around the country. Um bring their wares and set up their tent and it's just a great time and then we have a lot of african-american colleges that come right right at labor day you know and we've had some years with some some rioting but it wasn't the current situation yeah i know all about that um, yeah because I, I know guys yeah, that, i know yeah. guys that were doing that too so i know a lot of a lot about that right yeah so you know what i'm saying and, um, but, you know, this whole BLM, it's just, uh, uh, I'm with a group. I don't want to say what group on the air, but, um, anyway, we, we cover a lot of police departments and the, um, incidence of shootings has just gone up, um, amaze. It's just unbelievable. Also, we have a. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Carla. I don't mean to, I don't mean to cut you, but I kind of got a lot of calls on the line, so I think I get to a few more calls. Thanks for taking me. Thank you for the call. I appreciate you. Congratulations on your wedding. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye.
All right, shout out to the caller. Yeah, it's crazy out there in, in, in Virginia. And the guy, one of the guys that's doing that, I know who that is, Jafari. If you ever see BLM and Virginia Beach and there's one guy out there leading it, and I think he did an interview with Brandon Tatum and them. He has like bread, um, not bread, breads, dreads, braids, some kind of funky hair. He used to do parties back in the day. I, I designed some of his flyers. So I know who that is. We met before, like back in the day. I know exactly who that is. And now he's doing the whole BLM thing. He's uh, he's re he's reinventing himself. But it's crazy what they're doing out there. They were also the ones that were behind the whole thing with the Confederate statue in Portsmouth. I used to live out there and I would go past the statue every day. Nobody cared about it. Right where that statue was in Portsmouth, that's right in front of my art school I went to, TCC Art Center. So I used to pass it every day, never thought twice. It's always a statue. Okay, who cares? Ain't no big deal. And what did it say about the statues? Put them in a museum. Well, a statue of, um, what was that? Teddy Roosevelt got torn down that was at a museum. It was out in front. So, but they, but they tore it down. So it's at the museum. Oh, because it's out in front of the museum. That's bad. But you want to put it in the museum? Why you got to tear it down to put it in the museum? The whole point is not to put statues in the museum or to put some kind of... Uh, you know, some kind of context thing on it. They want to remove history. They want to replace history with whatever they think is appropriate. That's the objective here. So, all right, caller, who am I speaking to? Oh, because what's happening? I'm good. How are you? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. Oh, I'm so happy I, I got through. Um, Listen, I always wanted to call you. Like, I've been a listener to you since, like, 2018. Since, like, I opened my eyes to, like, who Donald Trump really is. All right. Glad to hear it. Okay, so, basically, I'm an immigrant. I'm from Africa. And then, uh, you know, I came to this country, like, two years ago. And I really love the country. Like, now, when I look at what Obama did in Africa, you know, he bombed Libya. And right now, the West African region is a, is, it's a mess. You know what I'm saying? So I really thought not liking Obama from there, but I hated Donald Trump in the beginning. But now I'm a pretty, like, big Donald Trump supporter. And uh, I finally got my wife to switch to him. Like, she, she didn't like him, too. And, you know, in the beginning, when I was listening to your videos, she was getting upset. She's like, yeah, he's too political. <laughs> and now she's a big Trump supporter. And like every day, every morning, she's like, what did Trump say? Like, what's going on? I want to know about Trump more and more. And she, she's ready to vote. I mean, we, we live in New York. And I can tell you right now in New York, it's a mess. Like, you go outside, it's so sad out here. Everything is just shut down. Like, you got to wear a mask to do anything. Are you in the city? So yes. Okay. It's just so depressing being here. And we're thinking about leaving because... It's it's really not like things are not looking good in here. Yeah, you know what? I heard that a lot from people. They say, I'm tired of New York. I'm leaving. I see all the time. They go down south. They go to Florida. They go to Virginia, North Carolina, because it's just not worth living there. If you're living in the city before, you got all kind of things going on. People everywhere. It's, it's exciting. It's movement. Exactly. Especially in Manhattan. Right now, you go in Manhattan, everything is shut down. Nothing is alive. Like, even the people in Manhattan, everybody left the city. Nobody's there anymore. And it's just crazy what's going on right now in New York. It's a disappointment. The mayor, the governor, it's just, and so plenty of white liberals in here. And 
they don't want to hear it. Like, they don't want you to tell them, like, look, this is, things are not going good right now. You know what I'm saying? It's just crazy. And uh, I don't want to take too much of your time. I just want to make another point. Um, I just want people out there to know that, guys, this is the best country on earth. I'm, I'm coming from Africa. I know exactly what I'm talking about. That was always my dream to come to the United States. This country, there's no other country out there. You got a lot of people criticizing this country, talking, talking a lot of things, bad things about the country, yet they want to be here. They don't want to go anywhere else. Like, a lot of people like, oh, if Trump gets elected, I'm going to Canada, I'm going where? Where are they? They're still in the United States because they know this country, there's no other country, you know? I've, I mean, we've, I've had, a, my country had a president for 27 years. 27 years. Wow. We had to kick him out of office. And things are still not looking good. It's corrupt out there. You're not going to see a country like the United States. Please, people, protect this country. I'm telling you, there is no other. Like, everybody wants to come here. I got liberal friends that criticize America. Yeah, they're talking about, oh, I want to come here. I'm like, why do you want to come here if you think the country is racist? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a black man. I'm coming from Africa. I've never experienced racism in here. Like, my life my life been good. I mean, the beginning was difficult for, for to adapt. But then when I got to, you know... I got, got used to the country. I'm, I'm not going nowhere else. Like, I don't want to go anywhere. I want to stay here with my, my, my wife, my family. You know what I'm saying? I literally want to be here. This is the best country, guys. Please protect the country. Stop the whole fighting left-right situation. It's not going to lead to any good, and especially the black community. They're fighting. They're trying to fight. I don't know what they're trying to do, but it's not good. You don't want interracial, interracial fight in this country. Like, we've seen that in Africa. It just leads to chaos. You're going to destroy the country. And you're not going to have anything left. You know what I'm saying? This country sent men to the moon. Like, it's, who, who did that? Nobody else was able to achieve something like that. You know what I'm saying? You're I right. Just, I, just want, I just want black people to understand that this country is theirs too. They don't have to fight the country. You can fight certain things that you think is wrong, but not the country. You have nowhere else to go. Like, you think you're going to come to Africa? There's nothing in Africa. Like, literally. All the stories you hear about Africa, the whatever, whatever, it's all, it's just corruption in Africa. Africa is a corrupt place with corrupt politicians. There's nothing there. All those beautiful stories that you hear, it's, it's just, it's just talk. It's just talk. So there's nowhere else to go. This is the best country on earth. Let's, let's not go into the whole white, black thing. I mean, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? This, that's all I, I, I want to say. Thank you for picking up my call. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. No problem. Great call. Excellent call. And you know what? I say it all the time. This is the best country on planet Earth. People want to rebut. Oh, no, it's not great. Well, find me a better country. You do it, and then you holler back at me. 780, oh, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Anthony Brian Logan. Liza Jean, what's going on? Congratulations for scooping up the best wife on the face of the planet. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. You know what? I was there in chat when you had callers calling in, and the first time she called into your show, I was there. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so I think I qualify to be a flower girl. <laughs> uh, that last caller was um, extremely inspiring. I was going to let you know what's going on in Canada, which isn't good. But the most important thing is that we understand that people are risking their lives to get to the States, right? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, um, everybody wants to be here, but people say they this is the best. It's the worst country. I can't tell. Well, it's a tipping point. It's really interesting what's going on. Uh, since COVID, uh, I've not been able to uh, take my mom out, and it's been over six months. And on Saturday, which was my birthday, she said, what do you want to do? And I said, well, you said that you need some stuff at Walmart. So I took her to Walmart, right? And she has a walker, and we're waiting outside the store. There's a big a quarantine line. And everybody in the line outside the store is wearing masks. And my mom can't really breathe with a mask. So I said to her, look, you don't need to put it on until we get into the store. So we're inching forward in the line. And this SJW behind us just can't stand the fact that mom and I are standing there talking to each other and and breathing. And she just yelled and she said, you'd think you'd have some respect for what's going on. And I said, well, what I see going on is that we're all in line going into Walmart, but I said, we can't go into the churches. And she blew a fuse. She screamed so loud that everyone just, she screamed. She said, what the H-E double hockey sticks does church have to do with the virus? Wow. So I think that's what that's what we're living through, you know. People all around the world are under... Uh, we're all, you know, I, I think what I see people doing is like reaching out for family. And my youngest sister, I went out for dinner with her tonight, and um, she works. I think I've told you before, she works with the police department in Niagara Falls. And I said to her, I said to her, I noticed there's this big, long fence that's being put up over this bridge that goes over an overpass. And she said, yeah, that was one and a half million dollars because... So many people are jumping off the bridge. Mm. If you talk to anyone, the suicides due to people like losing faith are far greater than this virus. Oh, yeah. Um, over here in Tennessee, in Knox County, I think within a 48-hour period, there were nine suicides right when the lockdowns first started. Well, it's been warp speed since then, and when I say warp speed, please don't take anything that's being developed at warp speed. I think you get my drift. Yes. You know, I won't keep you. It's so good to call in. Just letting you know that uh, the most important thing is that we, you know, support each other, talk to each other, and you know how I feel about your show. You have just opened the doors for so many people, and you're a miracle, and um, uh, you, you both, I'm so happy that the two of you are you know, planning your future together. Okay. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate you as always. All right. You got it. Thank you so much. I know. Bye. Bye. Great call from Liza Jean. And again, happy belated birthday. That birthday was yesterday. So happy, happy birthday to her again. Absolutely. We got time for a few more calls. Yeah. The, the virus is crazy. Like I'm pretty much over it. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not doing nothing. I'm done. Like, I don't even care. I'm not I'm not going to just be locked up. People are done. Everywhere you go now, like where I, where I live, everywhere is packed. If you can go somewhere, it's packed all the time. Everywhere. Packed more than normal because people can't really go out and travel like they used to. If you're living in a place that's still shut down, I feel really bad for you. Just hang in there. Don't don't get into a dark place in your mind. Hang in there because it'll be over with pretty soon. Or you can leave. 
people have left their location because of the shutdown. And if you do that, I don't blame you. Seven zero four, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL. This is Charlene from North Carolina. How are you? Everything's great. How about yourself? I'm wonderful. Thank you for thank you for everything you do. Um, I just had a quick one question for you, real quick. Um, I saw this commercial from Joe Biden's campaign today that said something about that Trump was a draft dodger, and I'm a one hundred one thousand percent Trump supporter all the way. And I don't really believe anything that they post, but I was going to call you and ask you if you've heard anything about that or like that. Yeah, I mean, I heard something about Trump was not able to go because of bone spurs. I'm not really sure what the situation was like. Did, did he avoid it? Because back then, if you actually dodged a draft and didn't go when you're supposed to, and you didn't have a legitimate reason, you can go to jail for that. So I don't I'm, I don't believe he got locked up. And I think uh, Joe Biden did the same thing because Biden could have got drafted during that time, but he didn't. So I'm not really sure how that happened. I think um, some people could have gone, but didn't because of actual legitimate reasons. And if you got a legitimate reason, then there's no shame in that. Oh, okay. Okay. Because, you know, I know that they put really, they're so mean to our president and I love him, like love him. but you know so it was like really weird when i saw that i was like okay they're scum of the earth and i know this is something going on with this and i was like if anybody i can ask it would be abl (laughs) (laughs) that's right (laughs) because you're so you're so brilliant and uh we love roger and i love watching your show we just want to say god bless you and thank you for everything you do well thank you for the support i appreciate y'all Thank you so much, ABL. Have a great night. Same to you now. Trump 2020. <laughs> there it is. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Thank y'all. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. All righty. Let's get to a few more calls here. 303, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? All righty. Carla, can you hear me? Yeah, I sure can. All righty, man. What's happening? So, eh, not too much. First time we, uh, caller long-time viewer. I just wanted to say thank you. Uh, I was pretty surprised I got through there. And uh, we're from uh, Denver, Colorado here, and I just wanted to give a shout-out to our mayor, uh, Hancock, and our uh, city uh, director. All right. So how are things things going there? Oh, you know, our our economy's coming back. They're... they're, uh, uh, the restrictions are coming down quite a bit, so it's that's a good thing. And uh, but what happened is uh, the BLM started to do some protests here, and our, our mayor, our mayor, our city mayor Hancock, and the city attorney got out there and uh, just put a stern warning: "Hey, we will not tolerate this. People are going to go to jail, and they're going to uh, be starting enforcing the codes a lot better." And just gave them a stern warning, put put about 12 people in jail, and uh, we haven't had any protests or riots since then. That's, that's how you got to do so it. It's, it's real simple. People just, a lot of these mayors and governors and whatnot don't want to do what's necessary. It's kind of let things go on, wait for it to die down. But the correct way is to go in there, a strong hand, and enforce the law. And, and that's what they did. And you know what? It made a big difference. And uh, Denver turned blue oh, years ago. And I was just, uh, I was astonished as a conservative here, uh, 
you know, you guys know, probably know about him, mayor or our governor. And I was like, wow, that's that's way to do it, you know. Tell him, hey, we're not going to tolerate this. And uh, so you guys, maybe some of these other Democratic ran cities can do the same. Right. But uh, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for everything, uh, all the attention that you're bringing out there. So, well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. You bet. Have a great day. Same to you now. All right, let's get to the next one. Let's go. Nine three one. You're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Ah, uh, yes. This is Susan from Tennessee. Yay! I got in. <laughs> <laughs> How's everything How you going? Doing? Uh, I'm, I'm great. Can't complain about yourself. I'm doing great now that I know that the Daily Wire is moving everybody to Nashville. That makes me happy. Absolutely. The whole team, not just Ben Shapiro, but all 75 people from Daily Wire. That's excellent. Right. Don't you think it's good to bring conservatives into Nashville? Because they sure need it. Yeah, absolutely. Because Davidson County, I mean, you're talking about a blue space in the red place. It's not really good. That's right. That's right. Okay, I had just a couple of things. I don't want to take a lot of your time. Uh, one is that uh, I was listening to a pastor on a sermon the other day, and it was about people being given over to strong delusion, right? And that's kind of like what we're seeing today. It's interesting because the pastor was actually preaching last year, but he was talking about all these things that could happen if people are given over to a strong delusion, and I think he said the Greek translation of the word delusion is where they get the word moron. <laughs> 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 so, and it's kind of like what we're seeing today. And I think that the left is really trying to destroy our country, but they don't realize the benefits of technology and what we actually can accomplish and kind of foil their plans. Because with people like you and other conservatives out there giving us answers know giving us direction it's kind of like we're like a you know a thorn in our side i guess (laughs) oh absolutely and then the other thing i had is i've heard i don't know if this is true if you've heard anything but there's a conservative girl that i follow named dana ashley and she said that somebody in youtube that's pretty high up there that's a friend of hers said that they're going to start removing people's youtube pages by december they're going to start actually just removing without the three strikes just because they're conservative. Have you heard anything like that before? And then I'm just going to hang up. So, or yeah, I'll hang up after this. Yeah, I've not heard that. So I don't really know. Well, thank you for your call. I appreciate you. Thanks. Yeah, I don't know. I've not heard that. I know people that know people, you know, know a couple of years separation that are in YouTube that have connections. And I've not heard that. Um, Now I have heard that your page could be deleted if you um how can i say if you if it, if, it, if it doesn't make any money if you have a non-performing page they can remove you because it doesn't it don't make sense for them like if you upload a bunch of videos you're taking no space not making no money they can go ahead and delete that but that might not happen that's kind of a rare thing to happen aside from that i've not heard that i have heard about facebook doing something like that i think october the first i got some new rules coming out a new terms of service, but I don't really know all the details of that. So I have no idea, but I've not heard about that from YouTube. 662, you're in the line, who am I speaking to? Hey, you got Jake on the line. How you doing, ABL? 
Everything's great, man. Can't complain about yourself. Oh, doing, pre- doing pretty good. Sharing the state with you tonight, sleeping in Tennessee, enjoying the nice, cool weather. I guess you're getting a little bit more rain. But uh, but anyway, wanted to bring up a point. I had to start fighting back this week, ABL. You'll be so proud of me. So I had this company that uh, decided they wanted to start advertising about my, specifically in their ad, white male privilege. So I immediately called the law firm, overnighted with a uh, certified male, my cease and desist letter, put me right on the top of that lawsuit that's coming because apparently these liberals in Oregon and Washington State don't understand that we have laws against discriminatory uh, advertising. I think you'd be real proud of that. But I think that's what we're going to have to do as these companies start targeting one specific group. And when when they said white privileged male, it was over. It was it was over the top, ABL. What do you think? Yeah, that, that is really crazy, and I think that um that might be the next course of action to play in their in their arena to get into some into some law, into some litigiousness, and fight it that way because they're dominating a lot of what's going on. It's happening a lot of times in the workplace, and it's affecting people. And it's really is racism at the end of the day. This this shouldn't really <laughs> it, be it legal to do. Exactly. It is racism. It's, whether it's this group or that group, we've got to be equal across the board. And they, they've got that all confused. So if they're going to roll with the movement, I'm going to roll with the paperwork. And so I think that's my, my best uh, recourse to that. But, ABL, getting into your show, I've got to tell you, boy, you, it's like playing Pac-Man with data packets. I have talked to the king of Saudi Arabia over the HF radio and also to the astronauts on the International Space Station. And it was not near as hard as getting into your show. You have a lot of fans. <laughs> we all enjoy your content. <laughs> well, look, I'm going to cut it short and let you holler at somebody else. But thanks for taking my call this evening. All right, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. <laughs> all right. Hey, you know, I- I'm glad you guys are able to call in. You know, I, I enjoy all the... all the calls, popularity. I really enjoy you guys. I couldn't do it without you. Let me get to the next call here. Six two oh, you know, line. Who am I speaking to? Hello. Yes, caller. Who am I speaking to? Oh, this is Corey from Kansas. All right, Corey. What's going on? Oh, not too much, bud. How are you doing? Everything's good, man. Can't complain too much. Hey, congratulations on your marriage. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, no problem, bud. Hey, uh, what do you think on the whole uh, judicial system of the this country? Um, I'm not really sure what you mean. Like, uh, uh, being, uh, instead of innocent and proven until proven guilty as, uh, guilty until proven innocent. I mean, are you saying that should be the way things are, or is that the way things are now and it should be changed to what it's supposed to be innocent to proven guilty? Yes, exactly. Yeah. A Republican form of government. Yeah, as the way the Constitution was. Yeah, I mean, it it should be that way. And I think the majority of the time it is that way. But with uh, social media and outrage mobs and crazy politicians, sometimes it's not that way. Sometimes you're guilty until you prove yourself. You prove yourself innocent. You get accused of a thing and then you got to prove yourself to be innocent. And it shouldn't be that way. Everyone should be innocent until proven guilty. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I just, um, 
I question that form of government because that's, you know, that's kind of the way it is right now. And I don't, you know, that's, that's not the way our constitution one, you know, was formed out to be. And, you know, I don't know. I just don't like that. I hear you, man. I'm right there with you for sure. Because that's just, that's just not right. It's in the constitution. It's written in black and white. We should abide by that. But, Unfortunately, sometimes we don't. So, I agree. Mm. That's true. Well, um, that's all I kind of wanted to say. And uh, good luck, bud. Have a good one. I thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. All All righty. Let's get to one more here. And let's go. 580, you're not allowed. Who am I speaking to? Hey, it's your favorite caller from Oklahoma. How are you? Everything's good. Can't complain. Uh, I'm going to play a game with you. How many busy beeps do I have to listen to before it cuts off and I can call again? (laughs) Five. Five? Okay. I know. I know. (laughs) I'm just giving you some data, man. I know you're a numbers guy. And then how many rings does it take before that mean lady comes on and says, I'm sorry. You the call because not recompleted as <laughs> dial ten. So I just want you to know the numbers because I'm a numbers girl too. I got home tonight and I got my mail. I worked late. I'm tired and I am so mad. Guess what's in my mailbox? Mail and ballot. You might have gotten one too. Yes. It says if you plan to vote by mail, plan ahead, and it has all these checklists and all this stuff. And I'm like, really? Did oh, yeah. I tell you I, I, that I, did, I wanted to I vote by that. mail? I did get that, yes. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So I look at it, and there is a, guess what's on there? Huh? A return address. What? A return address. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to write all over this sucker. Not today, Satan. Good luck. <laughs> nice try, deep state. Trump 2020. Where we go one, we go all. And I'm going to write all over it. Yes, I'm going to, I am going to pay for a stamp, put it in an envelope. And I wish everyone that gets one would flood, flood 475 Luena Place or whatever that is, Plaza, Southwest, Washington, D.C. What? What? They have the money to do this? I thought the post office was broke. What? Uh, apparently not. Apparently not that broke. They have some money in the in the tank to be able to do that. I, I'm just telling you that just did not sit with, well with me. And what you have a lot of listeners, ABL. You have you reach a lot of people. You and Brandon and all your crew. If you guys would encourage people to just write a little note to them and let 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 them just get flooded with these being returned. No, thank you. Or whatever. I just think that would be a great idea. And I am with you. There are not two wings to one bird. I am so tired of hearing that. Well, we're about two wings to one bird. We have to work together. (laughs) No, no, sir. I turned around today to someone as nicely as I could because I I tried to be nice. And I said, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. I said, we have two birds. One is an eagle. The other one I would say is a turkey, but even a turkey has function at thanksgiving the other one's just a buzzard so get don't even get into my face with the two wings to one bird but i'm just telling you i think that is a great idea 
And guess how many I got? I got four. Guess how many people who live here? Two. So if all your listeners would just write them a happy little note of whatever you would like to say, mail it back, and let them get that hundreds of thousands of these back. And then what are they going to do with them? I don't know. It's their problem at that point. And that's all I got to say. Thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Okay. Have a good night. Bye. Same to you. All right. Great calls. Great calls all night. That's it for the calls. If you couldn't get on, it's not my fault. Blame the white man. <laughs> but you guys can call it again next time I'm live, which will be Saturday right here on the channel at 8 p.m. Eastern. 2 11 p.m. Eastern, and I'll be live again on Brandon Tatum's channel tomorrow. That'll be 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 10 or 11, depending upon when we want to shut down. Okay, that will be right for the calls. Super chat still on deck, so don't go nowhere. Just park yourself for a minute, read your super chats, and then we'll go ahead and wrap it on up, put a bow on the top. And thank y'all for being here. Uh, I like the video if you don't like it yet. Like the video, turn that thumbs up button, turn that blue, and also. If you're not subscribed yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. Subscribing is totally free. Hit the subscribe button right now if you're not subscribed yet. And click the bar beside the button as well so you get not so you so you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. Also, go to the website anthonyblogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y. The letter B L O G A N dot com. Everything is on there. Original articles, all my links. Uh, my snail mail, my email, all that is right on the website and also ablmerch.com to get the hats like this one, that one, the the mugs, all that good stuff is right on ablmerch.com. And I got more merch coming, of course. All right. Super chats, I'm going to read those and then we're going to wrap it up. Thank you to Freya or Freya for becoming an ABO supporter. Thank you to Cliffy B who says... Can't be around for the entire stream. Just letting you know you're one of my favorite political commentators. This man's always there speaking the truth. Then wrapping it up with a nice bow on top. Keep up the good work. Will do. Thank you for your donation and your very kind words. Shout out to Earl Lucky for your donation. Thank you to Leo Mazina, Leo Mazina for becoming an ABO superstar. Thank you to Zachary Titchen who says Skype just ended the call because ran out of free talk time. Thanks for taking my call. Nico's house Instagram and YouTube is at Nico MCSC. Check out his videos. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Matthew Phillips who says, speaking of Nashville, when's a Daily Wire going to have you on? Which show would you prefer between Shapiro, Clavin, Knowles, or Walsh? I like Matt Walsh. I like Matt Walsh. Walsh first. I like him a lot. I feel like we're kindred spirits. I like I like I like everybody on there. Um, Shapiro next and then Clavin then knows in that order but I like them all but definitely Matt Walsh thank you to Southern Bam Dyer for becoming the ABL supporter thank you to Shannon Schaefer who says OMG the trolls you handled them very well I try to do my best I try to handle myself pretty well uh, thank you to Riptide Pro Wash who says hashtag fightbacklaw.com is where we can donate for Cal Rittenhouse we need to stand behind this kid I was the first caller about Cal, this American hero. Thank you to Tower, Mr. Conservative, who says, I heard that Antifa put a hit out on Cal Rittenhouse. Do you know anything about this? And can you please let us know more? If so, Trump 2020. Uh, I've not heard about that, but if I do find out about it, I'll let you guys know for sure. Thank you to Lili for the keep it up workout emoji. I appreciate you for that. Thank you to 
the user 06 who says, if the Democrats win, will they move to rig off future elections so there will be so there'll never be any competition? They want one party system here, of course. Yeah, that's why they don't want to talk bad about China and Antifa. They don't want to talk. They don't want to talk bad about the communists because they are communists, and communism means one party. I mean, what better way than to have no more Republicans and no more conservatives and no more dissenters than to have one party? You know, get out and lay down. Oh, I say blame the white man just as a joke. So don't don't take that seriously. <laughs> you know, thank you, uh, ZZT, for ordering seventeen seventy six trucker hat. That this one right here that I got going on. Thank you. And let me see. Thank you to Deplorable007 who says, I'm still fangirling. Thank you. So all the new subscribers, you are so awesome. It is about race, the human race. I do cuss a bunch, LOL. Working on it. Oh, it's all good. Thank you for that. Shout out to Ben918 who says, keep up the good work, we'll do. Sir, thank you to Hiker. AG67 who says, I saw a caller, I saw a car sticker that said, if you're driving alone in your car still wearing a mask, you don't need a Biden sticker. <laughs> we already know. <laughs> that, that, that's a good one right there. That's an excellent one. Thank you to GF Averill who says, thank you for spreading the truth. Thank you for your donation and your very kind words. Thank you to Angel Vasquez who says, let me see, let me go back to where I was. Oh, the gold uh, emoji with the Russian uh, little man, thank you to thank you. Thank you to Vike Super for a thank you emoji. Thank you to GF Everill who says, ABO, you are a great American. I am proud of you. Thank you for that. Thank you to Praying for the Rapture who says, the best $75 I've spent all week. Love you, ABL. Thank you for that. I appreciate you for your support. Shout out to Kathleen Maddox who says, in Seattle, they have a day at the Intimate Theater where only BIPOCs can attend. Wow. So now, now we got uh, segregated. Um, facilities is that what we're doing just matter of fact rather than having a black only day or bipoc i hate that term that's a new woke term and if you don't know what that means i'll break it down for you real quick under five seconds black indigenous people of color bipoc and i feel like they put that term together because they want to emphasize the gay in it although there is no gay we're talking about race but they want to put the buy on there. They want to put people of color and then the buy in front. So you think automatically gay. That's my humble opinion. And then they just decided to have black and indigenous to fit to be in the eye. That's just my humble opinion. But I'll move on. Uh, she continues. I'm offended by that. And I'm black racism. Can't we do something? I mean, there's got to be a law against that, right? I would sue. Thank you to Theophrasis who says, um, little, little uh, music notes. Knew a man called Ramblin' Joe. He was a crook. Someone's on blow. He's in the rest home now. He's in the rest home now. Told him once. Told him twice. Don't be taking them Chinese bribes. He's in the rest home now. Now. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, th those, those excellent bars. Uh, let's get some music behind that and get a singer on it. Get you a blues singer. That'd be great. And thank you to Max Dominguez, who says, check your local laws. But it is my understanding. If you get a mail-in ballot, hang on to it and take it to the voting booth. Otherwise, you cannot vote. Wow. Really? See, they're, they're playing games, messing with the election. They want to talk about Donald Trump messing with the election, trying to interfere and rush all this and the third. 
but now they're messing with the whole process to where I can't just vote normally. Normally, I can just go down to the voting place. I got my ID and I say, okay, I'm ABL, let me vote. And boom, I can vote and that's it. But now I got to bring extra stuff with me. Why? It doesn't make any sense. All right. So you guys are great. Thank you all for the great show. You are the best audience on the internet. Shout out to my moderators for doing a great job. We got Liza Jean, The Rapper 10,000, Zedotus Kane Sword, Killer 699. Uh, who else we got? Uh, True Helper, thank you. Um, I, thought, I think I saw Ansel earlier. Streams I saw earlier. Bill from the Hills. You guys all do a fantastic job. We're ready and thank you. You guys do a great job keeping this chat on in check and keeping them trolls out of the way. I'll see y'all again live on Saturday on this channel, and I'll be live again tomorrow on Brandon Tatum's channel. If you need anything from me, if you want the hats, if you want the merch, if you want to contact me, just look in the description box below. It's all right there. If you're listening on your favorite audio streaming platform, give me a five-star rating. Give me a thumbs up. Share it. Email it. Favorite it. Whatever you can over there. I'd appreciate it. And that'll be a wrap for me. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out and peace.